Welcome to the Guard Up Podcast. I'm your host, CJ, back with another episode of the NBA Playoffs Recap Preview. Uh, today, my guests are uh, two, two previous guests that, that have been on my episode before. Uh, my guys, NBA analysts, <laughs> uh, Teddy and, and, and Lou. How you guys doing, bro? Hanging and banging, bro. Nice, nice. Um, so today, we're going to be going over, obviously, the NBA Finals. Um, you know, first four games are, are pretty much wrapped up. And we're also going to be going over some, uh, some NBA offseason topics. Of course, free agency, big time, big time discussion. A lot of, a lot of free agents uh, could be going, you know, to a, you know, a whole of different places of teams and um, could, could potentially alter, alter the NBA uh, for, for next season. So uh, before we get to that, let's, let's start with uh, – let's start with the NBA Finals. Of course, for the first half, you know, usually in my episodes – um, you know, I do the first four quarters, but you know, for this one, we're gonna have two halves. So for this, for this first half, just want to get your guys' reaction to uh, uh, KD being cleared to to practice. Let's let's hear uh, Lou. What, what are your thoughts on on, uh, on KD being cleared? Um, I mean, I hope it's for real. I want to see him back. Uh, KD Kawhi is what we want to see. You know what I mean? I think, in my opinion, that's one A and one B. And we'll find out which is which. And I can't wait to see it. I mean, I hope it's a step in the right direction. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if he actually plays or not. Hopeful, though. Sally, what about you? Yeah, I mean, if he plays, it's huge. I mean, if, if he could somehow pull off and be the, the clear reason for a, a comeback in the series, I mean, it would negate a lot of the hate he gets, which would be good for mm -hmm. him and his legacy. Definitely, definitely, because uh, you know, of course, yeah, we, we were talking about this on Facebook on a on a on a post <laughs> on a post that I put up. I just felt like, you know, over time, throughout time, and the way you watch them play, I think that you know, Katie's a, a real a real valuable piece, uh, you know, to the team. And again, it's showing now. And again, they need that type of they need that forward, they need that front court player to score. So if he could come back, I think it it changes the it changes the the series in my opinion. Now, how how much how, how do you how many minutes do you guys think he'll play? You think is he has free 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 reign, just having no 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 limit restriction, or I mean no minute restriction, or or do you think that uh, he just plays you know forty plus minutes? Oh, let's go, go with before, yeah. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Uh, fucking, I, I think, I think he plays at least thirty minutes. Um, it's the NBA Finals. I, I think he wants to play as much as he can, because I think regardless, like, um, it's different than another sport in basketball. It's even if a guy gets hurt or he gets a little more hurt than he already was, he'll still get a big contract in the off season or sign the one year max deal. So I don't really think there's any limitation. That'll be up to Steve Kerr and KD, but I want to see him play at least 34 minutes, at least. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know 40. I don't know if he's going to be quite there yet. Um, even there, if he is fully healthy, that, that's tough to be in that kind of conditioning out of nowhere. Um, but, I mean, even, even if he only plays, you know, around 30 minutes, I, I think 30 minutes of KD is plenty to, to get them back in this series. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I feel like I feel like the if it, it depends. It depends. It really depends, right? I mean, of course, they may say one thing to start the game, but you know, depending on how the game goes, 
you know, things change. If Toronto's down, say, say if Toronto's up and, you know, they're up by 8, 10, and with like, I don't know, however many minutes left in the third or, or fourth, and, you know, KD's, I, I feel like, man, you, you're going to need him out there. I just don't, I just don't know if, uh, if those other forwards on the Warriors right now are really ready to, to step up and make those big-time shots, especially in an elimination-type game. Um, I think I think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna play. I think he's just. I think he's gonna play however many minutes they need him to play. I mean, yes, yeah. Yes. If they need him, if they need him for more minutes in the second half than right. they planned, then I mean, it's, this is win or go home. You know, exactly. Exactly. Not to interject, but um, I think we're really undervaluing what he does on the defensive end. I mean, he's just so long, and they really don't have anybody like that, especially with the small ball five lineup. I think he just adds a lot on the defensive end. I mean. I mean, he's hurt, so we'll see how much he can actually do on the defensive end. But I think he does add a lot of value on that side, too. Absolutely, absolutely. When they have the, uh, the Hampton Five out there, you know, people consider, it, <laughs> yeah, people, people consider it a small ball lineup, but you know, KD is seven feet tall, so um, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. He does a great job of uh, coming over for help, help defense, uh, blocking shots. You know, that's something that they really haven't had, especially with Lou being out um, and missing time with the rib injury. You know, they really don't have that, that paint, that, uh, that presence in the paint, like, uh, like we've been accustomed to seeing, you know, when they had sure. Joe McGee uh, last year, past last two seasons. So, uh, I think I think with, with KD coming back, uh, however many minutes, I think it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be big for them. And again, like I, like I was saying earlier, I just it just doesn't feel like like it's they're one game from not you know from being eliminated. It just doesn't feel that way to me. I don't know. Maybe I just I'm just have a I'm just real positive and optimistic about him coming back. But, I think uh, if they if they win one game, we're gonna start being like they could do this. I mean, right. you know, oh, no right. doubt people are gonna be like they're in this series. That's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> all it, yo, that's, yo, that's all it takes. You already know how how it mm-hmm. is. Man, they win one game, and they're they're home for game six, so they, you know they should have no problem with KD bringing it to seven if they can get past game five. I think honestly, if KD does play, I think Toronto needs to step on their throats right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And and I think I think this is an important time too because now we're really going to see what what Toronto is really made of. I mean, because mm-hmm. because we're all expecting if KD comes back, they have a they have that, their chances of of, of uh, coming back and winning three in a row are obviously higher than now. But what does that say about the Raptors if they give up three losses? If they have three losses, being up three one, uh, what what does that say uh, about the team? And do do of course the narrative would change, obviously. But um, what, what do you think that would how, – how would that – how do you think that would uh, – how, how would that work if, if, uh, if Golden State were to come back and, and Toronto pretty much folds, like, like how, how Golden State folded in 2016? Uh, I'll start with Teddy. Yeah, so, I mean, I think someone in this series we are going to be able to say is the new best player in the world, whether mm-hmm. Toronto wins or if – Durant, the only way, the only way the Warriors are winning this series is obviously if Durant plays. So I think agree. whichever way it goes, one of these two guys is going to put a big, big claim for that title. Uh, and they're going to have a strong case to make for it. So you don't think, you don't think just, so one year with LeBron not making the playoffs. That's that's all. I mean, took, that's all it took for him to lose the crown. And I, I mean, I'm I'm a huge LeBron guy, and he if if he doesn't get hurt this year, he's probably he probably faces the Warriors in the conference finals. Absolutely. Um, 
But, you know, he did get hurt. And what if this is the start of him getting hurt? I mean, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what happens? I mean, I love LeBron, and I'm sure next year if they can figure out a way to get a better team around him, I mean, they just built a really bad team. I hate to make this about LeBron, but I, I think, I, I think he, he does need to restake his claim, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lou, yeah, you can follow up. Go ahead. Uh, I, no, I 100% agree. The best player in the world will be defined by the series. I think people have been selling Kawhi short, and I think – all time, he's a lot higher than people put him. I mean, he's got one of the, the best defensive games we've ever seen. Um, and if he wins an NBA Finals against one of the best teams ever, mm-hmm. um, he's the best player on the planet. I mean, as much as I think LeBron's the best player ever, like Teddy said, it, it could be the string of him getting hurt, or it could just be the slight decline. It could be the Tom Brady where it's you don't see it, but you do see it. You know what I mean? It's He can't do the extraordinary but he can do everything else he needs to do. It's just he's at such a high standard. And like Teddy said, not to make this about LeBron, but he's at such a high standard. <laughs> I feel like it's more about the narrative than it is who actually is the best player. Right. Exactly. And, that, and I, that's, 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 I 100%, 100% agree with you guys. I'll say this about, about, about I, like, I like the LeBron and, and Brady comparison. I'll just, touch on, I'll just touch on the Brady subject real fast. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. I don't think, I mean, people say people are saying like he's the, like he's declining. Not true, but like that's the narrative, like you said. He's declining. I, for me, I, I just I'll just say it's the it was the, the the weapons around him. They really didn't have a lot of wide receivers for separation. But all right, this NBA NBA topic though. Well, <laughs> you brought him up. This is going to be the year for that guy in in New England. He's really got no weapons now. Oh man. Okay. All right. Uh, on the on the when we when we have an NFL episode, we will definitely. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> we will definitely go over Me that. Me and Teddy making a comeback. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, let's get right to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Lou, if if the if the uh, how how would, would you view the the Warriors dynasty differently if they were to lose this series? You know, obviously five straight finals. Uh, the first one they won, uh, they they beat the Cavs. Uh, in, in 2015 against, you know, they had LeBron, no Kyrie, no love, one and six. And the following year, they lost. And then, uh, and then, you know, of course, they went back to back, and now they're on for uh, a three-peat. So if they were to lose this series right here, how, how would you view their dynasty run? It, it depends on how it ends, because if KD comes back and they're losing seven, you could at least say, he showed some fortitude, they showed some fortitude, they pushed at seven, they went to the limit, and the better team prevailed in Toronto. But say if KD comes back and they lose, or if he doesn't come back and they fold in game five, then you could say, wait a minute, this team's really been faced, outside of the OKC series, they've been faced with controversy twice here in the, uh, the Cleveland series, and they folded both times. So, yes, I would absolutely view them differently if – they did lose in an ugly way, which means five. They're losing five. I do them differently. So real, real fast, Teddy. Before I ask you, so even, so let's just let's just keep it. Let's just keep it with the core, the original core, right? The Splash Brothers plus Draymond. Mm-hmm. How would you view? How would you view them? And if and if uh, Blue, if you have any anything to add after, uh, I'll I'll let you talk. Yeah, Teddy. How how would you That's view that? that? Yeah, because I mean, you could. I mean, of course, KD. Of course, KD factors into it, but he was he was an addition. It's like it's just like it's like the Bulls. Like they had they had brought Rodman 
after mm-hmm. so like um after they already won you know championships so uh so yeah teddy how would you view the dubs dynasty if, uh, if they were to lose the series yeah tomorrow i think it would be a huge hit not only for them but but for especially steph you know Draymond. you know he's just a loud guy you know <laughs> he, he's obviously good but i mean this year has been a very bad year for him um probably the worst year of his run here um, but Steph is the guy that is trying to be, you know, top two point guard ever, you know, right. probably top 20 player ever right now. You know, he's still going to keep going. Um, and, you know, this is where you start to nitpick. And, you know, their first championship kind of didn't play anyone. I mean, if you look, I don't remember who they played, but I'm pretty sure they didn't play a starting point guard the whole playoffs. I'm pretty sure the starting point guard and every team got hurt. Uh, the second year, they blew a 3-1 lead. Then they got Durant. I mean, you can really break it down where how good of a dynasty was this without Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that, yeah, that's that's a good point. And and, and also, those are questions that that I've definitely thought about. I just I just feel like, I mean, again, this this is this is a crazy run, and and I'll say this: like going to the going, oh, yeah. to, going to the going to the finals five straight years, and um, and if, especially in that conference, which is like, you know, obviously the best conference easily and the most, and the toughest conference. So I just think that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it would definitely take, if they were to lose tomorrow and if they were to get clapped tomorrow, like, like if Toronto comes out and just, just, you know, hits them in the mouth and they're down by like, you know, 14, 15, man, <laughs> that was, <laughs> That that'd be that'd be pretty crazy, and I, I just think, and again, I agree. Again, one and one without KD, and um, and then this one, the narrative in the Western Conference Finals leading to the finals is they don't need KD. This is the seventy-three and nine team. These are the narratives that were being said uh, by by the by the sports analysts. <laughs> so uh, I, I just I just I, I'll just say I'll just say it was a. Uh, it was a roller coaster, really. I mean, again, like, because if, if they were, to, if they, if they lose in five, go back to back, lose in five, then blow a three-one lead. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's just, it's just, it's up and down. That would probably be the best way to describe it. Um, so, man, this, this yeah. is gonna. Be- I think it'll get looked back on as you know, if, especially if they lose this, it, it won't get, it won't get looked back on as dominant as maybe it, it could have. The only, the only thing I disagree on with you, CJ, is I think the Durant and Rodman ad is different because you you got Durant to be the man. Right. You know what I mean? No, I just I just mean it from the standpoint that um that they just they just added another really good player, like as they were already a really good team. Like not not from the situation of uh like yeah of course of course Durant for for I think Durant went there originally to win for for legacy. And and to, mm-hmm. to to win championships before before he entered the end of his prime, he's thirty now. So, um, he I think that I think that's why he did that. I mean, people could say he took the easy way out, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, you still got to go out there and play. So he could have he could have went out he could have went out there these past two these past two finals and, and played bad. And then yeah, then, then, then what are we saying? So, um, so yes, so I just, no, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you that of course it's it's a little different, but I just I just meant it from the standpoint like they were a really good team. They were a really good team, and um, they just had they just added another another really good player. Uh, of course, I get that. I get that. It's just, of course, the situations and and um, this the circumstances are different. Uh, so, 
I mean, these next two questions, I mean, we pretty much answered that already. Uh, just, well, well, actually, no, not, not, not really, not really. So for, for, for Kawhi, if, if even, because I've, I've been hearing reports, even if they win the championship, you know, he's still going to leave. Like, do you agree with that? Uh, do you agree with that, Teddy? And then I'll, I'll ask you after. Um, I mean, not necessarily, but he could. I mean, I've, I've heard uh, someone say, you know, he could be like, you know, I got you your championship. I'm still out of here. You know, I, I think I think the people of Toronto would still, you know, appreciate him and probably not hold much against him. Um, but no, I, I could still see him leaving if, if they win. I don't think that locks him into Toronto. I think it gives them a better shot to keep him, but I don't think it locks him there. Um, I, I definitely get what Teddy's saying 100%. Um, but I, I just got to disagree just because his comments earlier were, I love being a part of the best team. My thing is being the best team. And if you beat Golden State, you kind of are the best team in the league. I mean, well, not kind of, you are. And right. It's just a fact. Um, and I think if Kawhi's true to his word, then yes, that'll keep him. But if not, then Teddy's absolutely right. It definitely isn't a lot. Definitely not. Of, of course, we of course we can't say it's a lot because we don't know we don't know his thoughts. But I just feel like why why yeah why leave why leave? I mean, if, okay, you go to the Clippers now. Okay, you're in the you're back in the Western Conference. The road to the championship is tougher than it was. Uh, is it is it tougher still? I don't know. I, I think you make the argument the top of the East is tougher now. I agree. I agree. But. Throughout the se- but but the conference as a whole, I mean, okay. I mean, the Western Conference. I mean, there's, I mean, you could you could you can honestly say there's about like ten to twelve teams that can make the playoffs. You can't say that about yes. you can't say that about the, about the East. Now, yes, they're top top heavy, yes. But then if you look at but if you look at the teams, Embiid is young, Giannis is young, and those are the those. I mean, those are obviously the two other teams that 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 would be competitive with the Raptors. So mm-hmm. and Kawhi, Kawhi has the experience over them, obviously being in the, being in the finals already and having a championship. So I just feel like, yeah. like what's the point in in leaving if your path is easy? Well, I don't, I don't want to say easier, yeah. but it's 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 uh, it's not as difficult as it is if you go to the Western Conference because now LeBron's in the West. Yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I guess so there's so many top tier free agents. I guess we have to wait and see because yeah. a lot yes. can change. We don't know what, what the best teams are going to be. Yeah, man. Good exactly. point, Ted. Good point. For for a fact, for a fact, for a fact, and um, okay, yeah. So will a will a finals loss uh, be a be better for? Will be will be better for, for KD to stay. Would it would it give him more reason to stay if if he if they were to lose? He could be like, "Up, oh, I wasn't able to help you guys get get that three P. I want to stay and try to get one more championship with you guys." What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I'll start thank with Luke. You. Yeah, no, I go on the way. I will okay. switch. Yeah, bro. Thank you, thank you. Um, I I think it gives him an incentive to stay. It changes the narrative completely. It's it gives him the opportunity to sign a LeBron deal. A one year with the opt-out, and then we can see because he can prove if I'm there for seven games or there for the whole playoff run, I'm the man. You know what I mean? I'm the reason we won the last two titles, and I'm the reason why we're going to win another one. Um, I definitely do think it gives him a reason to stay. Will it be the reason to stay? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Teddy, what you think, bro? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it definitely opens the door to stay if we're staying max one year. He'll stay one more year. 
come back mm-hmm. with more title. Um, but I, I'm, I'm leaning towards that he's leaving regardless. I think, I think he's going to leave. And I think at this point he has his rings and he wants to go get rid of all the haters and do it, you know, as his own team somewhere else, hopefully in Madison Square Garden, but we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it is in Madison Square Garden. Um, I mean, <laughs> CJ's hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I just want to see some, some actual good basketball. Uh, professional. I mean, I think that Brooklyn's in the running. It really bothers me that like he could be at the wrong New York team, <laughs> but it is what it is. It's very possible. It's very possible. I feel like it's just crazy. I mean, we look at we look at these last three years with KD. Before that, he was the most loved player and the NBA easily like everybody wanted him to win to beat LeBron in that finals um everybody said the reason why he couldn't win was because of Westbrook I mean so many different type of narratives like were to his favor because everybody you know everybody was such a fan and and then like he's like he kind of like listened to the narrative in a way in a sense not really but that's how that's how it looks and then he gets and then he then he's he's hated so um and of course of course, they went to a good. Of course, he went to a a, a stacked team, but um, I just, I just think I think he's gone. I think he's out of there. Um, I just I just feel like it's his time to to go out there and and be the man, be the guy, like Lou alluded to earlier. I just think uh, we, we obviously saw it for the first seven years and and OKC went to the finals once, won an MVP, you know, multiple scoring titles. But now it's, it's similar to LeBron. LeBron's time in Miami, he learned how to win, learned how to. Uh, you know, go go through the battles, win a championship. Um, in the you know, in the Western Conference, tough with your targets on your back. Everybody expects you to win. Go out there and dominate, and they, and they did. And I think now it's time to to kind of bring that culture, bring that type of identity to a new franchise, and 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 change up the league and, and bring some more parity to the A. Um, obviously, you know, both New York teams are are are, the, are top choices. With, with you know with the Kyrie talk and we'll talk about that in the second half in a, in a little bit but yeah it's just I just, I just think it's, it's time like like both of you guys said and, and he he needs another ring somewhere else like absolutely right. if he if he does not get another ring somewhere else that is a huge hit against him and the longer he waits he's he's I think he's on the wrong side of 30 now so the longer <laughs> he waits the tougher it's going to be for him yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, and that, and that was the same type of narrative with, Le- with LeBron in Miami. You know, they said he needed to win another one outside of Miami. And, you know, he, he did that. And then once he won that championship, you know, everything, you know, that's, that's when the, the real, the real GOAT, GOAT discussion started to uh, start to come about. So, yes, yeah, I, I agree. He would have to, he does have to, if he wants to be considered, you know, up there with Jordan, Kobe, Duncan, Shaq, LeBron, if he wants to be in that, in that uh, Kareem, Magic, if he wants to be in that discussion, yeah, he has he has to go. He has to win a championship, uh, with, you know, with with another franchise. And and it's 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 just it's better for the NBA. It's better for the NBA too. If you know, if, if superstars are spread around the league, spread around different most teams, it makes it makes the league more competitive. So uh, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully he listens to us. <laughs> uh, we know you're we know you're listening, KD. <laughs> right. Uh, He's a big God up fan. Big God up fan. <laughs> Maybe soon, soon. Um, all right, let's let's go right to the second half. NBA offseason, free agency is is wild right now. So many rumors and speculations of who who's going where, uh, what teams are interested in, in which player. 
just just a lot of talk. But first off, I want before we even start with the free agents, let's let's talk about the Rockets. Uh, you know, you look at the past two seasons. We're up three two against Golden State last year. Couldn't get it done. Chris Paul got hurt. You know, Harden won MVP. They couldn't get it done. Uh, lost both games. And then you look at this year. KD goes down, obviously, and then. They couldn't get it done in that in that game five in the fourth quarter, and then you know every, I, for me I expected them I was like come on like you have to win in Houston like it's no like if you lose a Golden State in seven cool but there's no it's no way like there's no way I could lose at home, and they did so now you know a lot a lot of talk the owner uh, Fertitta was 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 highly upset. Uh, and disappointed as as he should, man. You know, you you know, you get eliminated on your home court, especially when the other team doesn't have their best player, and you have you know a top five player. Uh, and so then Daryl Morey comes out and says, pretty much everybody except Harden is is on the block. So, uh, would you trade? Well, well, first off, before I before I even get to what would, would you trade uh, CP3 and Capella? What 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 were your thoughts on on the discussion after Game Six? With the little dis- with the disagreement or argument between between Harden and Chris Paul, I'll start with you, Teddy. Um, I mean, I I think Houston needs to take a step back and realize who they've been losing to the past couple years. You know, they're not losing to just a normal team. You know, they are losing to the absolute juggernaut of the league, a team we've really never seen before, and you know, I think I. I th- think they should kind of just hold it together here before they uh, go crazy trading everyone. You know, I, I think they should, you know, reel it in. And, and you know, they, they are kind of the next – they're really one of the next best teams in the league. You know, if they stop running into Golden State, if Durant leaves next year, they're fine. They don't need to break everything up. I don't – you know, I, I thought it was kind of dramatic of them to start doing that. Yes. Uh, yeah, Lou, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I agree with Teddy. I do think Chris Paul might have to go, but I agree. I mean, let's all agree between the three of us. If they stay together, they're a top three seed in the West. Am I wrong? Absolutely. 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 For sure. They're a top three seed in the West. So, I mean, it's – I think the role players more have to get adjusted. I think P.J. Tucker has to stay. I, I think he's still there. I'm not sure about his contract situation, but he's a key piece. They're going a key piece. I think it's – Kind of what Teddy was saying. Take a step back and really see what you need and see how you're matching up against this team. Like, you can't really just blow everything up after you finish as the two or three seed in the West. Like, you look absolutely crazy doing that. Yeah, it, it was – you know, when I saw the reports, uh, when, when, when uh, Woj uh, reported it, it, to me it was just – it was a, it seemed like a re, uh, an emotional reaction, just like how Teddy said. Uh, why would you Why would you blow the team up? Again, you went six and seven with, you know, one of the greatest teams we've ever seen. And why, you know, I just, I feel like, you know, they, they need to change a couple of things. I think one, one is how they play. Uh, I, I think for, you know, when they assembled, when they got Chris Paul, you know, they tried so hard to try to, you know, be like Golden State, shoot, shoot a bunch of threes, jack up a bunch of threes and try to keep, compete with them offensively. But Golden State doesn't play the same way the Rockets play. And, uh, the, the Rockets play more ISO, you know, ISO, ISO dribble, drive, and kick. The Warriors don't play like that. <laughs> they move the ball, they pass and cut. They get, uh, they get good shots. I mean, they get, they, um, they don't, they get, they give up, they give up good shots for great shots. And um, so I just think that 
you know, they, they have to, he has, Harden has to change his game. You can't, you know, I think I, think I saw a stat. I think he took, you know, 7,000, something like step back threes in this season. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. No, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, like that's, you know, and that, and you know, it's, and of course he's, he's a special player. So it's like, you know, of course he could hit those, but you know, how does that, how does that help the team long-term? And it's in long, and when I say long-term, I mean, you know, throughout the playoffs. And we, that's why we've seen them continue to come up short. I think Harden has to be more of an, be more of a complete offensive player from the, from uh, playing, you know, playing more off ball, passing and cutting uh, cut to the basket, doing different things, not just standing at the key and just, you know, dribbling it and then if they double you know throw a lob to capella every time man. you have to have you have to be you have to have more dimensions to the offense and um i think that's why they've that's why they haven't been able to beat golden state um because again they've they've, they've been right there they've been closer they've been closer than other than toronto obviously but I mean, we can't even say toronto because you haven't you didn't see toronto play against golden state with kd so i mean they've been closer to uh they've been closer than any other team to you know eliminating them so one Chris Paul hamstring away. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I just think that, you know, you know, why, why blow it up? And then again, again, like I said, Harden, he, he, has, he has to change his game. Work, play from the post more. If you, got, if you got little guards on you, why are you settling for a step back three? doesn't make sense. You're 6'6", six, six, like 230. You know, back those guys down, get in the paint. And then when you do that, and then we double, and then you double – you're gonna get you're gonna get better shots for for guys like Tucker, for guys like uh, you know Austin Rivers if they keep him, so, and and for any any shooters, I think I think that's that's what they continue to do. continue to put shooters around those guys. But how they play, if they if they become more efficient, I think that's gonna that's gonna help them. So and, and then also Harden has to Harden has to you know give let, let CP3 you know you know play point a little bit. And that's what I mean. And that's, and that's kind of what I mean when I said Harden like needs to play a little bit off ball. You, you kind of, when you was looking at the, when I was looking at that game five and game six and, and the fourth quarter of both of those games, Harden, when he didn't have the ball in his hands or Chris Paul had the ball in his hands, just didn't look engaged. This is in the playoffs. So you can't, how can you, how are you not engaged every second of the playoffs? So, um, I, you know, I just feel like, you know, that they, they need to figure out. And then Dan Tony, then, D'Antoni deserves blame too. I think all three of those guys need to sit down and really analyze last. I'm sure they've done it already, but I think they really need to sit down and figure out like, you know, what, what needs to change. And it's crazy hard to set it after, after they lost. Like I know what I need to do. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> that's, hopefully that's, uh, you know, those are the adjustments that he makes because again, they're, they're right there. And, you know, top, I mean, top, top three in the West next year. Well, I mean, again, like you say, you guys know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, things can change. But I feel like, you know, if the Lakers get another all-star, I feel like they're better than the Rockets. Uh, honestly, I, honestly, I, in a seven-game series, that Rockets team versus the Lake, that Laker team, who, who, who would you pick? Uh, last, last year's Laker team? This yep, with Ingram and, all, uh, with, and with the young core. In a seven-game series. <laughs> I, I think it'd be really close. I mean, it, it's hard for me to pick James Harden over LeBron. Yeah, that's, I mean, a seven gamer, you know? 100%. And that's, <laughs> and that's all it is. That's all it, I mean, that's pretty much what it is right there. And especially, and, and it's not, and it's, and it's just because of how we've seen Harden play. And of course, he could always change the narrative. But how we've just, how have you seen him play in the playoffs these past three seasons? We look at, yeah. you know, the Spurs when Kawhi got, when Kawhi got hurt before he got hurt in the Western Conference finals, he got, originally got hurt in the semifinals. 
and everybody was like, oh, Kawhi got hurt. The Rockets, oh, this is, uh, they're easy. They're about, to go to the, they're about to go to the Western Conference Finals. They get clapped by 39 in Houston in game six. And then, and then I just talked about the two, the two seasons, um, the, the past two seasons. So, and then the, the narrative for Harden right now is, you know, he hasn't been able to step up. Um, and, and, and key moments in the playoffs against the really good teams. So, um, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully he could, uh, he could get it together, man. <laughs> get it together, man, because hopefully, uh, you know, he's, he's still a beast. You know, he's, you know, he's got top two MVP candidate. Obviously, I still feel like Giannis is going to win it. I think we all agree on that, right? That Giannis, yeah. that Giannis got oh, definitely. it. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I just, I just, if they, I think if they clean some things up, don't trade anybody. I think they just, uh, once once the emotions come down, of course, you know, they're upset about how they lost in the season. I think when the emotions come down, I think Murray, D'Antoni, uh, Harden, and Chris Paul, I think they all have a talk. But I don't know. Do you guys think that the Rockets should extend uh, D'Antoni? I've heard reports that they they stopped the talks. And then I saw I read something today on Bleacher Report that – well, I saw yesterday that they were continuing – they started to continue talks. And then I saw an article today on Bleacher Report stating that um, his agent wasn't a part of that discussion of them, you know, re- reigniting the, dis- uh, the extension uh, discussion. So do, do you think they should keep D'Antoni long-term? Uh, I'll start with uh, I'll start with Lou. Um, I don't think so. I think um, what we all said. I think the, uh, they have to take a look, up, a step back and look at it. And I think it's you've gotten great production from Harden. He does have to adjust, but he says he knows that. Um, CP3, if you can stay a little healthier and you can manage him better and save him for the playoffs, then I feel like Tony's the only weak link. That's the only thing I feel, and I just think we've seen him time and time again, team after team. They're great offensively, can't get it done on defense, and they just don't finish in the end. So, yes, I, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if they cut the ties. Eddie, what do you think, bro? I think um, – I mean, I, I can see them keeping him just because, I mean, he – I mean, they've been so close, you know, and then it comes back to – you know, they're going against the Warriors. And if they weren't, you know, if the Warriors with Durant weren't a thing, they've probably been to an NBA Finals with D'Antoni. Um, I think it's super minor changes that they need to figure out. I, I, I think D'Antoni can figure it out if they keep him. If not, if they get rid of him, they I still think they need some kind of coach that will stick with, you know, that kind of game plan. You know, I, I they're clearly a three-point shooting team at this point. And if they don't blow it up, you need a coach that will also support a lot of threes. So, yeah, I think I think they I think what they'll do is I don't think they'll extend them. I think they'll give D'Antoni one more year, and I I think he needs to change his staff, up. and I think he needs to get an offensive uh, assistant coach that's a little bit different from his style. So again, they could be a little, a little bit multi on offense. And then, of course, like you said, on defense, that's always been their problem. Uh, uh, Lou, Lou said the same thing. You look at D'Antoni uh, time and time again, you know, obviously with the Suns, just they could never beat the Spurs, could never beat the Lakers, always, you know, struggle with the Mavericks. They always put up – they always won a lot of games in the conference. But once, you know, once semis, Western Conference came around, they always fell short. You know, we're seeing something similar now in Houston. So I think, uh, I think D'Antoni may have to uh, kind of look in the mirror too and, and, and say – you know, what, what do I need to change? Because, you know, we're getting, we're right there every time. I've been right there every time. And I just, I just can't, you know, I just haven't been able to, to, to get past that threshold of, of getting to the finals. So 
I think personally, I would love D'Antoni to get a ring. That'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. I just I think they need a wing. I think they need a wing player that could create his own shot. So as as Chris Paul gets older and as he continues to as he, as he gets older, they could kind of lean on Harden and another wing player to kind of be those guys to to score, especially late in, especially in the playoffs. Um, when you go up against when you go up against a team like like a Golden State or some other teams that have really good backcourts, that I mean that's 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 it. I mean that's that's that matchup. But again, like you said, Teddy, about you know when they added KD, when you add a forward that could create his own shot on top of the you know the the dominant backcourt, then that just makes that that just takes everything to another level. So I'm not sure who that guy is. I mean they're they're kind of they're kind of uh, tight with the cap right now, obviously with Chris Paul's contract and then resigning uh, Capella to a five-year deal last year. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. I, I think a wing is definitely something that I feel like they should have kept Melo. <laughs> like, I feel like Melo would have been a perfect, perfect piece for them at this time. Throughout the regular season, yeah, you know, it, it was different. But I think in the, in the postseason, you need a guy that could get you a bucket. And um, I think they, 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 only, they only really have two guys that can do that. So, and the Warriors have about, you know, if, if Boogie's there, four or five guys that could do that. So, um, honestly, even six if you include Iguodala. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, it's just, I think they need to get that wing player. They need that wing player. Obviously, Gordon, I, for, honestly, I, I, would, I would let Gordon walk. I would let Gordon walk and get, and get, that, get that guy in the front court that could, um, that could, that could defend and, and also, also put up 30 if, if need be. Um, if Chris Paul and or Harden have, have a bad night, you know, Gordon is a good player. He's a great shooter. Uh, one of the best shooters in the league. Um, he's has, he has spurts where he does have 30 point games where you could be like, oh, okay, you know, he, if he's, if he's consistent, if he's a third, if, if he's a consistent third option, then watch out, but he's kind of up and down. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, a guy like Jimmy Butler would be perfect for them. I don't know about the personalities, but just in terms of style of play, I think the personalities will probably work out too. I mean, again, they're all seasoned vets, but um, I think yeah, a guy like Jimmy uh, Middleton, you know, just 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 a, just a forward that you know that could you know that's that's really versatile. Uh, yeah, so I, I just don't 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 blow it up. Don't blow it up. <laughs> uh, next next topic in the second half. This is this is this is I feel, I feel bad for this man. Um, Spurs saw saw a couple articles of you know Spurs might possibly trade DeRozan. Uh, obviously, they made the trade last year for um, they made the trade for DeRozan last year when they traded Kawhi to Toronto. Uh, there, there are reports that they're not too sure if DeRozan will stay uh, after next year after he's, his contract is up after next year. So, and of course, they want to they I, they like the backcourt of Deontay, Dejounte Murray and and Derek White. Uh, them being younger guys and guys you can build around, also guys that are, that are cheaper. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on on Spurs trading DeRozan after one year? And you know, is it is it better for? Would it be? I think would, would it be better for DeRozan if he were to leave San Antonio? I'll start with uh, I'll start with Lou. Um, I don't think it'd be better for him. Um, I just think anybody who doesn't work with Pop outside of Kawhi, I think there's a real issue. So I don't want to see that with the Rose, and I think he, he fits this. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, some technical difficulties. Uh, uh, Lou, what were you saying about uh, the Rosen and the Spurs? I just think anybody who leaves the Spurs like that because they don't want to be there, I just think it's 
it's just not a good look. I think that's a great organization. You get a great chance to win there, especially as a guy who's not in the top echelon of superstars or of stars. And I think Pop and him could really develop a good chemistry and get players around there and develop young guys because once they get younger as a team and they get in the new regime of Spurs, I think they could be really, really good. Uh, Teddy, what about you? Yeah. Um, you know, the Pop and, and the Spurs are kind of, you know, on the same level as New England and Belichick, where you don't really question what they do. If they want to get rid of a guy, there's probably a pretty good reason for it. And they're probably not going to suffer because of it. So I, I, I agree with Lou, where I'm sure the best place for DeRozan with the Spurs, I think the best place for a lot of players is with Pop and the Spurs. So, Absolutely. Absolutely, I think I think the reason I think the reason why the Spurs are having you know this issue a little bit is because they don't they don't want to go through the same thing uh, with DeRozan that they did with Kawhi when it came to contract talks and uh, just just there being an uncertainty on whether or not you know he will he will stay long term and then also we've seen I mean I, I feel like the Spurs they would only give a guy the max give a guy like a, a big a big contract big time contract if they're and obviously, they they have they they did give Aldridge a lot of money, but um, I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure if they if they were going to resign them again. I do like Murray and White being a backcourt for the for the future. Um, they are younger, and uh, like I said, they are um, less at least less expensive than than what the Rosen would be asking for, of course. But um, I'm not sure. Maybe you could slide the Rosen to the three. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just, I just think that I just want to see, you know, one more year, see how he plays, see how he develops, see how he gets better. And, and uh, the West is stacked, man. The West is stacked. And, you know, as if you, the, the more, all, the more all-stars you have on your team, the better. And they have two guys that are, they have two all-star caliber players. So they're always going to be in it. You know, if you lose a guy like DeRozan, I mean, where does that, where does that leave the Spurs? I mean, I feel like you're putting a lot of, you're putting a lot of pressure, expectations on, on that backcourt, especially with Murray coming back from the ACL. Um, you know, you know, I, you know, I expect him to still, you know, be an athletic point that could that could defend. And you know, he he was he was re, he was really playing well before he got hurt. So we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for for Devar, man. I mean, obviously not not that bad because he's making millions either way. But just from the standpoint of man, like I've been on this team. I was on the Raptors for nine nine seasons. Uh, gave him my all. Just kept running into you know kept running into Braun. And and then then they trade me, and then at the year, this, the the same year after they trade me, that they go to the finals, and then now I might get traded from the team that traded for me. So it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a sad story. It is. It is a sad story for that dude. Yeah, and I, and it's like yeah, and it's like he, I mean, he really didn't do anything wrong except just not, just not kind of not do enough and when he was with the Raptors really so um and again I mean you're going up against you know one of the greatest of all time so I mean that's that's it's, it's I mean it's you kind of you kind of get a pass but just sometimes those years in Toronto how they lost sometimes they didn't look as competitive and you know just you know him him uh I think it was the game that game three against the Cavs last year when LeBron hit the floater uh to, to seal it you know you're not even in the game you're the best player on the team. Like that's like Kawhi. Sitting, that's like Kawhi sitting on the bench at the end of the game. Like that's just, that's that's that's, Im- that's impossible. It should never happen. So never ever happen. Never. Yeah, just so 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 those, those little things. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with the Spurs and the Rosen going forward. 
Uh, next topic, AD, another guy that just doesn't really say much, but, you know, everybody's, you know, his name continues to uh, be circled around um, the news. Obviously, he's a great player, one of the best, to me, to me, a top five player in the NBA. Uh, but a lot of, there's been, a, you know, there's a couple teams that, that want him, and they're also, they're, they're going to have to obviously give up a lot. Um, Teddy, would you trade the house for AD? So say you're the Lakers. Would you trade all those young guys and the pick, the fourth pick um, coming up for AD? Uh, and by all of them, you mean Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball? In- Ingram, the- yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Ingram, Kuzma. I mean, Hart, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if Hart would be in the deal. Maybe. Yeah. Ingram, you know, yeah. if I'm if I'm the Lakers, make three. I- <laughs> <laughs> if I'm if I'm the Lakers, I prefer to only give up, you know, two of them, maybe Kuzma and Ingram, hold on to ball, something like that. Um, I mean, if, if you have to give them up, if that's really the only way to get AD on the Lakers, if I'm the Lakers specifically, I probably do that because you have LeBron too. And I think LeBron's shown that he can pretty much do the impossible with a bunch of nobodies. So I think they can build a good enough cast around AD and LeBron where they would be very competitive. If, um, you know, another team that doesn't have a top superstar ready, probably not going to give up everything for a guy who gets hurt a lot. Okay, so Lou, um, so that, that's perfect. So Lou, if you were the Knicks, you have the third pick. You also have a couple young pieces, not as good as the Lakers. Um, would you would you trade that? Would you trade all those pieces for for a guy like AD? And I'll I'll take it. I, honestly, I wouldn't even say the Knicks. Let's 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 stick with your Celtics. There have also been some discussions that uh, the, the Celtics, regardless whether they whether or not they they resign uh, Kyrie, we're still going to try to make a make a run at AD. So would you trade Brown, Tatum, Hayward, Horford, Rozier? Would you trade those type of guys for for Anthony Davis? Uh, I'm at the point where it's everyone but Horford and Tatum. I mean, I, it's weird to say I'd rather keep Horford just because I want to win now. And I feel like Horford and Kyrie have a better chemistry, which will ultimately lead to AD wanting to come there. Because if you see you have an alpha in Kyrie and a role player in Al who does absolutely everything and doesn't say a peep about it, and then you can get AD, why not? I mean – but I think it's different with other teams like the Knicks because they haven't shown the ability to develop players. Same thing with the Lakers, like Teddy just said. Those two guys have been there, or three guys have been there for a couple of years now. Name me one of them that's improved in any facet of the game. I, it's really not obvious, you know what I mean? Which you think it would be at this point, considering their talent, but they just haven't been able to develop. And, and if I'm the Celtics, I would make the move. Uh. It's tough. It's tough. I think, okay, I'll, I'll say for the Lakers, man. So if they trade them, if they trade them, if they trade them for the young core, I guess the, how, how the direction they would be since, since AD is still really young. I think he's only 27, 26, 27. So I guess if they were to trade the young core, then, you know, you, you know, after LeBron retires, you know, AD is still be 30 playing in LA 30, 31, playing in L.A., and then he can recruit guys. They can recruit guys um, to, to join the Lakers. Very possible and very likely, obviously. You got LeBron, Anthony Davis and, and on, on the Lakers. Who wouldn't want to play with them, right? Uh, but for me, I like, I, you know, watching the Lakers this year, I watched a lot of games. 
I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of all the young guys. And I, I agree to your point about they haven't, I mean, they haven't become superstars yet, but it's more on the coaching though. True. True. And, and yes. And I was just about to say that. I think, I think Luke Walton didn't do a great job of developing them at when he was the head coach. I think that, and you, that you, that was perfect. That's a perfect point. And um, I think, I think they're, I think they all have, uh, the opportunity to be really good players, really good, all three of them. And I'm talking about Zoe, Ingram, and and, um, and Kuzma. I think all three of those guys could could be future all-star players, future all-star type of players. For me, I, I want to keep them because I'm looking at the West and I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Western Conference and outside of Golden State and the Rockets, all the other teams are really young. <laughs> all of them are young. I mean, they're good, but they're young. I mean, look at the Kings. They're, I mean, they're good. I mean, they're, they, were, they were in the playoffs, you know, they were in the playoff contention throughout the year. And, you know, they kind of fell off throughout, you know, the second half, they're inexperienced. But I see them making the playoffs. They can, they can make the playoffs next year. Uh, Timberwolves, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. But they have some, they have some, young, they have some young good players. Cat, Cat is a great player. Uh, the Mavericks are going to be better. I, I, think the Suns, <laughs> I think the Suns will be better with Monty Williams there as the head coach now. I think they'll be a better team. Mm-hmm. I've probably honestly probably outside of the Grizzlies, the Suns, and trying to think about you know honestly outside of maybe maybe one other team. I mean the Western Conference is stacked, and the Western Conference has some really nice young cores. Like the Kings, the Kings have a nice young core with Fox, Hield, uh, Bagley, and then and and then and whoever they draft. Then the 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 Suns have Booker, Aiton, Jackson. And they, you know, they have they have a top pick. They have the seventh pick. They could get they could get a special player at, at seven and, and continue to build around their young core. Again, Luca and Porzingis in Dallas. They could get another guy as well, potentially Kemba. So, I think uh, I, I would like to see them all stay. I, I would if I'm the Lakers, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade the house for AD. And also, if, if AD really wants to come to New York and play with, Le- I mean, Paul, if AD if uh, AD really wants to come to LA and, and, and play with LeBron, just wait. Just wait one more year. Wait more. You don't want to have this. You don't want to have the Melo situation, right? Remember in 2010, Melo was Melo wanted to come to the Knicks, and the Knicks, you know, Masai Ujiri, who's the who was the general manager of the Nuggets at the time. Now, the, now the Raptors, he fleeced the Knicks. You know, they gave up Felton, Gallinari, all the all these really good role players when they were playing with Amari before you know before Amari started to get hurt and during the first half of that season, traded all the good all the role players, key pieces for Melo, and then okay, then it's Melo and Amari. And not not much else, not not much help around them. Yeah, they got Chauncey, but Chauncey was Chauncey was almost done. So, um, I, you know, I look at that situation a lot, and I and I feel like those the young the players on the Lakers they're younger and they're a lot better. So if 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 they trade AD and the and the Pelicans get Zion, Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball, oh, that's, that's a problem. That's a fun, <laughs> fun team. That's a with Alvin Gentry coaching the way he coaches with his pace, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just then you just make the Pelicans like one of the you know like the war. They could I don't want to compare it to the to the Warriors, but I mean the Warriors <laughs> in front of the fact that they have a young. Oh, coach. CJ, slow down! Oh. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> nah. I mean, from the beginning, like how they you know how they, how they had a young core, and you could build with and you could build with that young core to eventually yes, yes. Uh, be, be be a dynasty and have success. That's what I mean. I don't mean now. Like, obviously, they're that's 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 od, but. I mean, if you have those guys, if you have all, you know, all four or five of those guys playing together down the road, all of them young, you know, it could, you know, and motivated, 
obviously, you know, if you, if you get traded, you know, it's, it's probably, it's probably a, a bigger chip on, on, on their shoulder. So I, for me, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think they should, I don't think they should trade them. There's think- also plenty of star free agents out there where they don't have to trade a guy, you know, they don't have to trade for a guy. Exactly. You know, there's yes, plenty of opportunity right. to get way better in free agency. They have the money. Um, hopefully they can, you know, I mean, I think they should have fired Rob Palenka already, but I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. So Sorry, hopefully, they can, hopefully they can, <laughs> hopefully they can sign someone. I mean, I'm rooting for them. I'm a LeBron guy, but they don't have to trade, you know? See, well, yeah, exactly. I don't think it has to. And then for the Celtics, I mean, same, same thing, kind of. Same thing, kind of. I mean, if, if, if Tatum stays, cool. If it's, if it's Tatum and AD, all right. All right. All right. I'm with that. I like that. I like that going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I, like, I like that going forward, for sure. I like that. But if you're trading Tatum, Brown, Smart, and Horford for AD, then it's like, I mean, then, then it's like, who, who is AD going to play with? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, Boston, I think Boston needs to figure out a pecking order on that roster, you know, for this next year. I think this year, especially when Kyrie went down last uh, postseason, you know, Tatum stepped up, Brown stepped up, and then Kyrie comes back this year, and you have a bunch of guys that think they can all be the guy. You know, I think, you know, if Tatum is second to AD, you know, he's got to be that guy getting shots, and that's how he's going to get better at this point. You know, all these guys think they're on the same level. you got to establish some sort of pecking order when it comes to who, who's the, the, who are the guys. You know, I, think, I, don't think they did, I don't think they did a good job of doing that this year. If I were the Celtics, what I would do, I would keep – I would build around Brown and Tatum. I would build around both of those guys. Again, forwards – I mean, you just look at – just look at the NBA. You know, everybody you – know, there's a lot of great guards in the NBA, for sure. No doubt. A lot of great point guards. A lot of, you know, some, some good shooting guards. But if you look at, you know, everybody outside of Curry and your top – however you want to have your top five, all of them are, all of them are forwards. All of them. That's true. Every single one of them are forwards. So it's like, yeah, that's – that that's what that's what wins you championships, and then you, and even if you want to go all time, like pro, outside of magic. maybe what, Isaiah Thomas, you can't even say Magic was six nine. Oh, uh, right, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. He's right, but mm-hmm. but he was he was he was a, he was the enigma. He was the he was the uh, yeah. He's he's just he's ahead of his time. That's, right. He was know, the exception. Right. Personality beyond lengths. Right. Exactly. So I just feel like you know, like if you if you have two really good forwards. I'm building around both of those guys, and and then, and then, um, and then, yeah, I, I I would just I would just do that and just I don't I don't know I don't, I'm not I, again that like I said that that mellow trade Denver trade just that always stuck with me man I, oh I never felt like that was a that was the best trade and I feel like Masayu Jerry really fleeced the, <laughs> he fleeced the Knicks back in, in 2010 because I think um, if if they would have if they would have kept that core, if Melo say say Melo was like, you know what, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just play the rest of the season now in Denver, and then go to the Knicks, in, in the off season, they would have been. Oh, they they're been way sp- better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I feel like it's just you know you want to have a team around. You could you know you can want to you can want to go to your you know select destination, but then it's like okay, what happens after that? Like what's the team around me look like? I feel like those are questions that. Um, of course, all these free agents ask uh, the, the teams that, that are trying to recruit them and have them sign. So, 
I just, man, I just feel like, uh, again, with AD having just one year left, just, you know, play one more. I don't know if he wants to – I doubt he wants to play with Zion. I, I Melo, Melo definitely started that trend of demanding trades, and it's weird how, you know, that – it just didn't work out for him, and it's weird how guys don't just notice that, you know? Yeah. Now, like, for, for, like, for like straight up, like, players straight up, like, uh, like the Paul George trade, like the Kawhi trade, um, like, just one-on-one – cool right like like Oladipo for Paul George DeRozan for for um for Kawhi obviously obviously DeRozan and Oladipo aren't aren't on the aren't on the level of of Kawhi and Paul George but you could still you know at least you know if you get those guys you could still build around those guys and then even even the teams that that Paul George and Kawhi went to they were still good teams it's not like they it's not like they uh you know traded they went to those teams and the team was you know trash so it's just it's just it's, it's tough. It's just tough. I, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I would if I would trade my almost my entire roster for one guy because then it's like it's just it's just AD on the Pelicans all over again. Definitely situation. Definitely. <laughs> and, and one it's or stuck. two players, you know, one player being involved in a trade or not being involved makes a huge difference. For sure, and I think that I think that's why like a lot. I think that's why there hasn't been a big trade yet. I think that's why a lot of these. I think that that's, that's why the Lakers and Celtics maybe the Knicks to a certain extent are, are really hesitant because they, you know, they don't, they don't want to, I, I think they're a little like, concerned. Like they don't want to trade these young guys and then they go, they go elsewhere and become, you know, superstars. So uh, I think, I think that, that little bit of doubt creeps in for, for those, uh, for those guys in the front office, for both of those teams, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's crazy how both of those teams are in, and really they're, they're, in my opinion, they're in great situations and they're, you know, two of the most historic franchises of all time. So it's pretty, pretty wild. We'll see how this, how this summer plays out. Um, next, next topic, man, uh, just, just pretty, pretty much these, I want to say these past like 10 days, you know, just the, the, the Kyrie to the next talk really started to, to, to heat up. Uh, uh, Teddy, like, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Do you see, do you see Kyrie and 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 Brooklyn, and do you think uh, him and D'Lo as a backcourt would be would be a, a pretty good backcourt, pretty formidable backcourt in the Eastern Conference? I mean, they would absolutely be a great backcourt. I think great players um, just find a way to work together. You know, I, I'm I'm a pretty big believer where you know if you just put two great players together, they'll figure it out for the most part. Um, as far as contending in the East or even in the league as a whole. I mean, we already said a little bit ago that this is a forwards league and I'm not sure two guards will get you very far. I think Dame and McCollum have already showed us how far two guards can take you. I don't know if, I don't know if, cause you know, I don't think they'll have room for a, another max player if they're going to have to max out D'Lo Kyrie right. obviously wants the max, so right. Because if another team, I, um, if another team, uh, Delo's my my fault. Not to, my sorry, not to interrupt. Delo is a restricted free agent, so they have the opportunity to match it, and right. yeah, they only have about 30, 30 some odd, you know, mil and, and cap space. But yeah, my fault. So I just I think they would work together. They'd probably be very exciting to watch. A really good team. I don't. That's I don't think that's a championship formula. Putting those two together. Uh, Lou, what are your thoughts, bro? Um, I, I agree with him. I think it'll be exciting, but it's we've seen Kyrie go to a team who's broken out the year before and seeing how that ends. Like Teddy said, what's the pecking order? Who's who? I think there could be some issues there with D'Lo being the man and Kyrie trying to be the man if they are that good. 
could absolutely be exciting, fun to watch. I think it'd be a good fit for the city. He loves Brooklyn. I, I'd like to see Brooklyn be good. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I still think we've yet to see Kyrie be able to go to a team that's younger than him or has young players and see how he fits in. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what's so interesting to me about the the Nets talk because, I mean, so okay, so I mean, unless like D'Lo's not in the picture and it's Kyrie and someone else, then that's right. That's that would be totally, totally different. Right? Yeah, that's totally different. But for me, it's oh like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally different. So, but them them together would would be nasty. <laughs> they would be. You want to talk about ankles being snatched? Oh my god! Splash Brothers, right there, the Cripple Brothers with the ankle yeah. over there. They would. Crazy. They would. They would light up the Barclays for sure, for sure. And I mean, what were the Nets? They were the sixth seed, right? Seventh seed. Six seed. They were the six seed um, this year. So, I mean, you, you add an all-star. You add another all-star, Kyrie. Put, I mean, I, I feel like they'll probably be, like, right there still. I mean, obviously, the Pacers didn't have Oladipo. They were still a top, you know, top four seed, top five seed. So, um, I think uh, they, 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 would, they would be there. They would be right there for sure. They'd be one of the best teams um, in, in the Eastern Conference. Would they go to the championship? I don't know. I don't know. And I think, as Teddy, you, you said that too. Again, you know, you got – they have to go against two or oh, three forward, you know, three dominant front court players. You got an Embiid, Kawhi, and Embiid. I mean, Giannis, Kawhi, and Embiid. So, mm-hmm. I mean, those – I mean, none of, those, none of those guys between Kyrie and D'Lo could guard. They can't guard them. So, that's – I mean, you're going to – they would have to have some other type of players around them, of course, to, to defend those guys. But we've already seen if they're if they're dominant type players, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so it's just, yeah. So I mean, it's just I'm not sure. And then it's just like Kyrie going to play with a young team again. I mean, he he kind of already did that in Boston. So it's just and like, we saw what happened, right? And we saw what happened. And I feel like I mean, just just to go back to that, just to go back to that series, you know, people not Kyrie, people try to say, you know, he can't, he can't carry, he can't carry a team. I mean. Yes and no. Yes and no, because because if you look at that series against against the Bucks, I mean they just the the for, their forward play for the Celtics. They, I mean, it, it just between between Hayward, Brown, and Tatum, they just none 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 of those guys gave you consistent play offensively throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Brown, yeah, Brad Brown, Brown took a lot of. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Like Brad Stevens took a lot of. Um, he, I mean, he's, oh, I'm sorry, he didn't take as much as he should have. I mean, I feel like mm. a lot of it went on Kyrie, but where's the genius in all this? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, I mean, he's, he's the guys that, you know, puts the guys out there. He, he puts those guys out there and creates the scheme and, and to put those guys in the best situations to score. So, uh, yeah, he definitely should have deserved some, some, more, uh, some more blame. But, but you know, just, you know that's, that's the nature of the NBA. It's, it's – you know, the, the the player gets all the love, and then they get all the they get all the criticism. So it's just that's just the, the nature of the of the league. But um, yeah, I just I just don't see why <laughs> he would go. I mean, if it's just if it's just him and D'Lo, I just don't see why he would go to Brooklyn. Um, if if the goal is to compete for a championship, and if, for sure, like they they would they would be in the discussion, I guess. But <laughs> But I just, I mean, I wouldn't pick them over the, the Bucks. I wouldn't pick them over the Sixers. I wouldn't pick them over the Raptors. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, they would be, a, I mean, I guess they, yeah, they'd be a top four, top five seed. But, I mean, like, what, what is that? What is that? Uh, yeah, they'd be top four and five Definitely. at four and five. Right, at four and five, of course, of course. 
of course. Um, yeah, so I mean, but Brooklyn, I, I give I give Brooklyn a lot of credit. I give them a lot of credit. You know, throughout throughout the end of the season, it was everything Knicks, Knicks. They're you know, KD, Kyrie going to the Knicks. Now you know, That's, you know, now they're starting to be like, whoa, ease up. Now, what you said, bro? Yeah. It's also just as dumb of a move in like Brooklyn's part. You know, front in the front office, like, why would you think that this is a championship duo? Like, I can't imagine like the experts think that. Yeah, I think I think they, I mean they they had a they had a really good season. No one expected them to go to the playoffs, so they're probably looking they at it. Like, but they're probably looking at it like if we just add one more All Star with with yeah. They'll, they'll, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I you know I don't know if I look at that like if you add Kyrie to this team, does that right. make you that much better? Like, I think D'Angelo Russell has the opportunity to honestly be just as good as Kyrie. I mean, he's sure. still super young. He's he kind of kind of the same player in a way. I think he's a little bigger, but I mean they're pretty similar. Yeah, they're pretty similar. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think they, they I think there's better options of free agency for them as far as fit. I just think going with the best player available isn't the way Brooklyn should go. I mean, unless KD. Mm. But besides that, it, it's I really don't think Kyrie's the fit there. I don't. Yeah, I I agree with both of you guys, and honestly, I like I like the backcourt self selfishly. I like the backcourt of D'Angelo and Levert. I like that backcourt a lot. Love that. Love I love that. And it's just you know, obviously Levert got hurt. Uh, he had that that scary injury. Everybody thought you know it was season ended. You know, unfortunately it wasn't. And that kind of like messed. That kind of like you know screwed people's like vision to see how how dominant. I think they're going to be. I think they them together would be a really good backcourt. You know, you know Levert showed some spurts in that. Uh, and that uh, and that series against the Sixers, especially in that first game, and, and honestly throughout the series, he was he was getting buckets, he was getting his for sure. So I like him and Russell. I like I think I think those are, they're both you know they're both tall, six four, six five guards. Uh, I, I, personally, I like that. I like that, and then probably adding a wing to complement those young guys would, would be the best would be the best fit for uh, for Brooklyn. Like uh, similar to what what Lou said. So. We'll see what we'll see what Brooklyn does, but like I said, I definitely give them a lot of credit because really, you know, they for them to at least get their name out there in the news in the discussion because it was everything was so Knicks heavy, and um, you know now you know it's it's Manhattan versus Brooklyn. It's pretty it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, right, next topic. Uh, Philly, you know, Philly reporter Elton Brand came out and said that you know obviously he, he said they they he wanted to keep you know they want to keep uh, Butler and Tobias. Uh, but you know they 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 also said they are willing to give uh, Butler the max. Do you think he stays in Philly, or do you do you think he takes the max um, elsewhere, maybe at a maybe at a certain location uh, that he would prefer playing in? Uh, start with uh, start with I uh, start with Teddy's. Yeah, I'll start with Teddy. Um, it's tough. I haven't really thought about Butler much. I mean, <laughs> I I could see both ways. I mean, I think if he stays in Philly, if they keep that core. They can be real. I mean, that core is a Ben Simmons jump shot away from being on another level. Yes. 100%. So, I mean, if if they keep that together, I mean, I I was a huge. I mean, I I was a huge fan of that that team when they got Tobias and and Butler in there. So, I mean, I would love for him to stay in Philly. I mean, if, if Ben Simmons can figure it out, they'll be they'll be a force in the East for sure. Uh, what do you what do you think about what I just said about um him possibly going to the Nets? And then pairing up with uh, not not Kyrie and D'Lo, but like I said, with Levert and D'Lo. What do you think about that? Do you do, do you see him doing that? Or yeah, I didn't even I didn't know that was a option for him. I was still I, I was still I was still okay, okay, okay. <laughs> new, new new rumor on the mill. Okay, uh, that, I, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think Butler fits in very well. I mean, I think he's a very easy guy to fit in your team. I mean, yes. great defender, and, I mean, he could shoot. He could play off the ball. I mean, you know, I, I, he could fit in in so many places, I think. I think that would be a way better fit than Kyrie. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Lou, what are your thoughts on, um, on uh, Philly and, and Butler? Um, I think he should stay. I think he's the man there, and they have to let him know that if they want him to stay because it seemed like at the end of every playoff game that was tough to them, he was the guy. And I think him in Brooklyn fits just as well. I think he, just like Teddy said, he plays great defense. He's a leader. He could, he could get those young guys ready for that playoff atmosphere. Not that they're not, but he could get them a little step ahead because it seemed like they were very intense this year. Yeah. Stay, stay in Philly, bro. There's no better situation. It's not a better situation out there. I mean, yeah, you could, you could kind of, you could create, you could form a team, create a team, but as, as the chemistry, the chemistry was there. I think, uh, you know, when, when when Butler got traded, you know, people were saying, you know, I, I would be able to play with with another young core. I just think the identity and the personalities between Cat and and Wiggins are completely different from Simmons and. And Embiid, I don't think it's I don't, and and of course, yes, yes, Simmons, Simmons needs a jump shot, and I've talked about this on, on previous episodes. I just feel like, again, Brett Brown could do a better job of putting Simmons in better situations to score without the jump shot, um, like like we like we see with Giannis um, being able to score without necessarily being able to shoot all the time. But uh, yeah, I think the, the the pitch would be you know you're our closer, like you said, Lou. You know, look, look, look what it took for y'all to, you know, look how we lost. <laughs> took, you know, four, exactly, exactly. you know, four, four, drip, four taps on the rim for them, you know, and losing the game, you know, win, win seven games with, you know, a team that could possibly beat the Warriors. I mean, that's, that's big. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's big. And it's, it's not, it's not a better situation out there in my, in my opinion. I mean, of course, of course you could, you of course, you I mean the Lakers, yeah, playing with LeBron, of course. But like I said, Eastern Conference, you know, you're a top three seed easily. Uh, again, you gave the Raptors the, you know, the, the toughest matchup in the, in, in the playoffs. So it's just, well, I mean, I don't want to discredit Milwaukee. They gave them a good battle too, but, you know, they didn't, you know, give up four in a row. So it's like, <laughs> but, but they, definitely, they definitely made it tough. And again, like I said, it was, they have, they had, they have three all-stars. They have three all-stars on their team. And that's that's why that's why it went seven games. So I just I feel like if they run it back, they could definitely they they could stop the Raptors in a series in the playoffs and advance to the finals. I, I, my, I had I had them going to the finals originally. I had them going to the to the trip before the playoffs started because again they they had three three caliber type all stars, um, three all star caliber guys. All the three of them are all star players. So I think um, just, just don't sleep on Tobias. He could sneak in there. Oh, Anyone absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but on the, on the Sixers, it'd be tough. It, yeah, when there's so many guys like that, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, it, it would be tough. They would have to have like the best record in the NBA type. You know, like how um, like the Heat back in the like it was like all three all three of those guys. Even um, the yeah. Celtics when they had the big three and Rondo, they were all in the All Star game. That's that's what I have to take. Uh, yeah. And that's possible. That's very possible for sure. It's very the possible. good old days. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, you know if he stay if he was still on the Clippers though, I I would consider him an All Star. Type yes. of player, though. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think, um, and again, the, the team—they really didn't play a lot together as a unit with all four of those guys. I mean, they didn't play a lot of games together, so they were really learning on the fly and learning how to, you know, you know, 
develop chemistry. It's not like all, it's not like they had a full season as a collective. So um, I think, you know, and, and again, for, for them to, to take Toronto seven games, that's, that's big for them to not even have that, a lot of uh, chemistry and experience together. So I think, you know, just, just stay in Philly, bro. Stay in Philly. Uh, Seven games and eight bounces on the rim later on a game-winning shot. Yeah, I mean, on, a, on a fadeaway, any, yeah, right. a fadeaway <laughs> over your, your two cornerstone players. Like it's just, it's wild. It's wild. So, stay at Philly, bro. The conference is, you know, you, you could go to the chip any year, any year. Um, and I just like to stay in the Eastern Conference and just continue to play with those guys. I think for Embiid, you know, get in the post, stop standing on the three-point line. You're not a stretch big. You're a big man. <laughs> <laughs> you hate that. You've been hating yeah. that a long time. Yeah, bro, because it's like, it's just, I just, because you see the, you see his gifts. You see how gifted he is in the post. So it's like, why are you standing out there? Like, why are you standing on the three-point? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, it really doesn't. It's, it's like he's dream the most dominant. That. He's the most dominant force on the court at any given time. Like, right. So why do you, right. So it's like, well, yeah, now go ahead. Oh, no, I just said I agree. I, keep going. Oh, uh, no, yeah. No, yeah, I was, yeah, exactly. He's a dominant force. So it's like, why, why are you standing 30 feet from the rim when you're seven feet tall? Does, and that just doesn't make it. just – and that you know, just, it just doesn't make sense to me. And, I just, and the reason why like, I get frustrated is because I, I watch a lot of old-school basketball, and I see when, when it, during the 80s and the 90s when it was a big man era, and you just see how dominant, you know, Shaq, Galajuan, you know, Patrick Ewing, you know, Alonzo Mourning, David Robb. You saw all those guys, you know, dominate the league. And it's like, yo, bro, you could do the same thing in a league that where the paint is wide open. Everybody's on the three-point line. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. If, if, I'm, if I'm somebody, I'm, I'm definitely in his ear. I'm definitely in his ear telling him, yo, you in the post all day. Yeah, you can shoot a couple threes, maybe two or three a game, but you're not standing out there, bro, like throughout, throughout, you know, three, four minutes left in the fourth quarter of game seven. Not happening. Not, not, not if I was the coach. Um, Definitely. Just absurd. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then, and then for Simmons, the jump shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has, he, has to, <laughs> he has to at least try. Like, damn, at least a mid-range. At least a mid-range. So I will, I will, we'll see if he work. We'll see if he works on. I mean, he has to work on that. We'll see if he if he improves. I just we don't need to see the three yet. Just at least a midi, just to keep the defense honest. And I think uh, if they do that, you know, with Butler being able to do everything, he's like a five-two player, like you said. He's a two-way. Yeah, he plays great defense. He could you know create for others and create for himself. So um, and he's a leader. So um, just yes, yeah, stay in Philly is is the best situation. Uh, next, this, I mean, this, this guy right here is just, this is, this is crazy. Uh, so, Boogie, last year, uh, you know, Torres Achilles on the Pelicans, and then free, free agency comes for him. And I'm pretty sure, you know, he's expecting, he's still expecting big money because, you know, he's still done a lot in the NBA. Uh, his, his, rec his, um, his experience speaks for itself, multiple-time All-Star best center in the NBA, you know, he probably thought that, okay, yeah, I got hurt, but, you know, a team, a team will believe in me and give me the max. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably sit out for a year or, or it may take a while for me to come back, but, you know, at least I know a team has my back. Didn't happen. Didn't, didn't get the calls that he expected. Didn't, in my opinion, he just didn't get the money that he expected. Probably got calls, but just not the price probably wasn't right. And, uh, and so he was like, you know, hey, 
uh, we're going to play for the dubs, right? So, you know, that was, of course, that was a shocker. And personally, I thought he was going to go to the Lakers, especially after, after I found out, after we found out that the Pelicans weren't going to resign him. I thought the Lakers would be a perfect spot. They needed a big at the time, but they went with McGee. So, so then he goes to the Warriors. Uh, you know, you know about you know recovering, trying to get back rehab, gets gets back to I think uh, I want to say February, late January or so. Plays you know struggles a little bit. Of course, you expect that you know coming off the injury, big man, um, you know lower leg injury, and you know then then once he got you know got um, got some experience, he started to really you know start to really get the win underneath him again. They get the win back. He was playing well, playing like one of the best big men in the league, like we saw before he got hurt. And then playoffs, I guess the Clippers got hurt again. Um, I think he took him out of torn or sprained his quad, missed 45 days, and then, you know, come back in the finals. It's looking like, you know, we'll see what happens. It's looking like, you know, the Warriors will lose. It's crazy. It's, I don't think anybody would ever – nobody was saying Warriors losing. That was – that's not a – maybe except Raptors fans. But <laughs> nobody else was saying – nobody else yeah. – nobody else was saying, saying that. So – and now, now, now it's now it's back to now it's back to square one like it was last year for Demarcus. So, uh, Lou, what you know, what what does he do? Like, what what do you see Demarcus doing? Where do you see him going this this off season? Um, just a quick heads up. This is gonna be my last time for you guys. I gotta head to the airport soon. Um, All right, no problem, bro. But uh, thank you for having me on, uh, Teddy. You know your stuff. I love it. We'll link up again. Uh, but I do think. I do think DeMarcus um, tries to find a place to be the third piece. I think he's the fifth piece right now. I think in the finals he's shown he can be a guy that can really influence the way the game goes. Like, uh, what was it, game three the Warriors won, I believe? Or was it game uh, two where he really stepped up? He game, had two. Almost the game two. He was very, very good. He looked great. Uh, on both ends of the floor, he was hustling. It's tough because he's really not in shape right now. Obviously, he was sitting out. But um, I definitely think he should look to become a third piece somewhere because obviously before the season, people were talking about him being a two or a one. So I definitely think he should find a home as a third piece. And if Durant leaves, why not stay with the dubs? You know the system. They love you. Be the third splash, brother. <laughs> hey, thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, hey Lou, hey, you too, man. man. Uh, if you want to look this podcast. From- Less, yes, no doubt, bro. Uh, Lou, talk to you later, man. If you want to look out for Lou, check out uh, the MMA countdown, uh, all, all MMA news and, um, and, 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 um, and stories coming out. So definitely look out for him on MMA countdown on Instagram and also on YouTube. Uh, thank you, bro. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, bro. You guys have a great day. All right, you too, bro. Thank you. Peace, my dude. Right, Teddy, man. What, what do you what do you think? What do you think that? Uh, what do you? Yeah, think is I love the. I love that he just said that he should stay with the Warriors. I think that would be a great fit with him. With uh, with the, if Durant leaves, if Durant leaves, I think he can come in and he probably probably not going to get a max this year. Honestly, um, I'm sure that that's what he wants, but I don't. I don't think he'll he'll get that. Um, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but um, I, I think he would fit very well with the Warriors. He he's been there for a year now, knows the system. Um, if, if Draymond stays as well, that's that's a pretty solid four, you know. The splash. All right, so yeah, you were saying um, you were saying that you know uh, with cousins and 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 the young and the uh, the core that they have already, you think that'd be a good fit? Yeah, I just think you know if uh, I think they, I don't know if Draymond's a free agent or not, but if they if he's still around, that Splash Brothers and Boogie and and Draymond would be 
a great four uh, to, to keep going and compete in the West. I think they can totally compete with, with that as their core. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I just don't expect him to get the max with him getting hurt again. I think that was yeah, – that, that, which that, helps that. them. That, I mean, that, yeah, it that helps, helps the Warriors. Warriors honestly. Yes. yes, it does. Yes, it does. It definitely does. And I, th- I think it, w- it would be – I would like to see – it would be cool if, they, if, if KD leaves and, and, and they keep they keep the Marcus. I feel like that would that was something that they were going to do um, originally. So, uh, if you know, if, if that would be the alternative, you know, for, for KD leaving. So, he uh, compliments them well. You know, he sets screens. He's a great passer. He could play off the elbow. He could kind of do – he could kind of do some of the things that, that KD could do just from a uh, – just not, not the shooter. Um, but in terms of, you know, creating double teams, willing passer, uh, he mm-hmm. could play, he could play in the post. He could be that guy in the post that, that could dominate while, uh, while, while the splash brothers, you know, try to try to get open off off ball screens. So I think, uh, I think it's a great fit. Like you said, they haven't, they've, it's an, it's a new thing. They never really had a dominant big during this, mm-hmm. during the run that they've had. So it'd be nice to see how, how they're able to play throughout an entire season. But uh, the health, the health is a, the health is obviously a big time concern, which is why like, yeah. I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think he would. I don't think any other another team would uh, would give him a lot of money or give him the max. So it's just you know why why not stay and continue to play with these guys? Yeah. They're gonna continue to even play. even if he signs like a one or two year deal with them. Um, I mean, before he got hurt in New Orleans, he was. I mean, I'd say easily the best center in the league. Easily. I mean, if he gets back to that level, I mean, watch out. Yeah, watch out for sure. Yeah, that's I mean, t- what was it? Twenty six and thirteen, five assists. It was it was disgusting numbers that he was playing like, up. Forty something from the three. He was he was he was playing out of his mind. And I think uh, it, it would be I mean it'd be the same thing. You know, if he's healthy, back to form, back in shape, like you said, it'd be definitely it'd be the same thing. One because uh, we've seen Steph; he's willing to defer, and um, he would he would. I mean, I think, and then you know, Steph would kind of it would I think I mean Steph would be the one yeah he would he would be the he would be the number one option again yeah for so sure it's like um I think I think I mean, that's that's also better I right, go ahead I, w- I want to see Steph as the one just as much as I want to see KD as the one again I mean obviously KD is the one but I mean by you know by himself or with you know right. as the, the you know the not on the Warriors pretty much <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. but yeah. I, I feel like we we've been we've been missing out uh on a you know, Steph just being able to unleash his his shooting to its full effect. I, I really want to see that uh, that again. Yeah, and I think I think we definitely could, and I think uh, I think Cousins would, would be would be a great great fit. I, I just don't. I mean, obviously, I'd say another team would be the Lakers. They need a big as well. And like I said originally, before uh, uh, originally, I think I thought he was going to go there after after we found out that the Pelicans weren't going to resign him. So I, I just felt like that was, you know, that was that was a great situation for him as well. Playing with LeBron, that that would have been dominant. That that could be a possibility, but I mean, either way, I think he stays in California. So, uh, yeah. All right. Next next topic. You know the Heat. The Heat. You know they're one of those teams that you know they don't. You know they're not really in the free agency. They're not one of those top teams that people are talking about in free agency. But Pat Riley, obviously, is uh, you know one of the greatest executives, coaches. Uh, of all time. So, you know, he always finds a way to at least, you know, get his name out there. You know, Miami's a great location. Uh, you know, they have championship identity. They have a championship head coach. You know, they're always in the discussion. And I always, I mean, you know, after LeBron left, uh, they, you know, they're, they're an all-star away. 
from from really you know being a really good team to have some nice pieces. So um, I heard some reports that uh, that the Heat are taking offers for for waiters and Whiteside. Obviously, guys that they sign you know for multi year deals and you know haven't really been uh, haven't really lived up lived up to the contract. You know both of those guys are hurt. You know Whiteside in and out of the lineup. You know sometimes Bam is in there over Whiteside. What, what, what's your thoughts on the Heat, you know, being a potential uh, suitor for, for one of these free agents if they're able to make some moves? And, uh, yeah, what, what could yeah could they make a run at getting one of these top guys? And which which player would you think would be the best fit? Uh, yeah, you know, they – I mean, obviously, I'm sure they wouldn't have trouble getting someone because um, they're in Miami. I'm sure people love going there if they have the room. Um, I really like Waiters and, and Whiteside. Um, they, they have gotten hurt, but uh, – I mean, I, I could see Jimmy Butler being great there. Honestly, we spoke about him earlier. That would be a great fit there. Like, he's very – especially if, if they get rid of waiters. I mean, that's – I mean, he would fit in perfectly right in that position. Uh, I feel like that would probably be the move if they if they get rid of waiters. Butler would be really good. Uh, and then you get to keep Whiteside and maybe develop him more. Um, who, do you, who do you like going there? Yeah, I like I like Butler. I like Butler. I like Butler too. And I think uh, obviously him and Wade have a have a uh, close relationship when when, um, when Wade was in mm-hmm. Chicago. So and you know their their styles are the way they play is is very similar. Um, so I, I think I think that that think that'd be a great spot. He would be the guy, uh, no question about it. No question, number one option. Wouldn't have to that w- that wouldn't even be a discussion. Uh, and again, a great coach, better coach than Brett Brown, and better organization as you know, over the past, you know, decade or so. So I think that that would be, I mean, those are, and then like you said, Miami, the location checks, checks the mark too. So it checks the boxes mm-hmm. off as well too. So I think, I think for me, I think Butler, Butler would be the, the best spot. I mean, I don't, I mean, I just, I, I mean, I don't see any of that. Of course, of course they, they tried to make a run at KD back in 2016. Uh, don't see Kawhi going there. So yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Butler, yeah, Butler would be a great, great addition for them. Uh, Dragic, we'll see what we'll see what happens with Dragic. Dragic you know, struggled with some injuries the past couple of years. Uh, he's still a very still a very solid point guard, very good point guard. You know, could be an All Star depending on the season. So uh, I think I think that would that would be good. That would be good. I got Josh Richardson. He's a really good player. You know, he can slide to the four. I mean, he can slide to the three, and or, or two or three. Whether Butler wants to continue to play small forward and Richardson can play, he can play shooting guard. He's only twenty six years old. He's a really good two way player as well. I think that'd be a nice mm-hmm. duo for them. So yeah, I think I think I will say I say Butler, if if it doesn't work if it doesn't work out in in Philadelphia and, and Miami makes some moves to try to k- clear up some space, uh, I could I could definitely see uh, Pat Riley and definitely I could definitely see Dwayne Wade um, being in, in Jimmy's ear and try to persuade him to to, to go to Miami. Yeah, the, I was look I was just looking at the free agent list quick. The you know the the other guy that really pops to me is is his fellow Philly teammate Tobias Harris. I don't know unless he takes another step up and really develops, if he's uh, good enough to get them uh, where Miami wants to go alone. Um, but, I mean, he would definitely be able to be the guy there and make them definitely make them better, you know? I think so. I mean, look, look, at, look at the Clippers. I mean, Clippers were definitely – I mean, they were, and they were definitely going to be in the playoffs when he was there. Mm-hmm. And I think people, people – it's just that people were shocked that they still made the playoffs once he left. So, I think, yeah, I think he's definitely that type of player that, that could uh, – that, that could definitely get them in that in that playoff contention, get them in the top eight for sure. Um, and then he would be—I mean, he would be the number one guy. He would be the focal point of the offense, similar to how he was in, in, in um, Los Angeles. So, 
Um, he, he's, he's still he's only 26 as well, so he's super yeah. young. He's really young. He's really young. Yeah, he's he's been he's been around for so long, but right. Orlando and Detroit. But uh, he's 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 a good player. He's really developing to a, a nice two way player as well. Great mm-hmm. shooter, good shooter. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, Tobias Tobias and, and and Jimmy Butler. You know, outside of the top guys, they they get to decide a lot. Yeah, yeah. Those I think those two guys could could change the franchise as well, just just as equally. I mean, obviously, you'd probably need a little bit more help than the other guys mm-hmm. at the top, but right. Um, you know, right situation, right team, like Brooklyn and and Heat. They're you know pretty good organizations right now. I think those would be some some great fits for both of them. So yeah, so let's talk about the Bucks. Uh, you know, uh, disappoint disappointing. You know, disappointing postseason. Great, great. You could say a you could I'd say a, I'd say a great season. Overall, uh, having the best record in the NBA, you know, having an MVP on your team, 60-plus wins. No one expected the Bucs to win 60 games. Come headed into the season, no one, no one. Everybody thought the Celtics would be the team that, to, win that, to, get, to win 60 games and then be the top team. So um, they, they, had a, they had a phenomenal year. Coach of the year candidate, in my opinion. They have the, they have the MVP and the coach of the year. So, you know, they, you know, they, they lose to the Raptors. They were up 2-0. They lose to the Raptors. Have a have a couple free agents on the market as well. Middleton, obviously, the, the he's he's the best one out of those guys. It's or you could say, I'd, I'd probably say it's between him and Brogdon. Um, in terms from from a wing standpoint, and then also also Lopez. Lopez had a career year, uh, really developed into a stretch stretch five. You, I mean, I, I you know I knocked you know I knocked big men for shooting threes, <laughs> but uh, he's I mean he's now nah, he's he's gotten so good at it now where it's just like okay it's. It's it's the norm because in Brooklyn and New Jersey, he was not shooting threes. He was in the post. He was, he went to the All Star game playing like that. So, um, so yeah, he's really developed into a into a, a nice stretch five, especially in today's game. He definitely complement. I think all three of these guys complement uh, Giannis Giannis very well, um, yeah. especially Giannis not not being able to have a consistent jump shot yet. Do you see them keeping all three? I'm hearing reports that they are, they potentially can. I'm also hearing reports that. Uh, you know, maybe Lopez or Brogdon might leave. They said they they automatic. They originally said that uh, they want Middleton. Uh, first priority is their first priority. Obviously, he's six eight. I think he's twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, you know, again, like we just talked about, how, how forwards for uh, having a, having a really good forward can impact the series. So, uh, do you think they could keep all three? And if and if you do, um, would that like how you know how how would that change your uh, change your if they don't how would that change your view on on the bucks going forward if they're if they're not able to keep let's just let's say let's yeah let's let's just say if they uh let's say they don't keep middleton and they they have brogdon and lopez how do you how would you how would you assess that that squad going for the next season i mean that would that would be a huge hit for them i mean milton is their second guy i mean that's their you know that's honestly, if, if uh, Giannis is struggling to get to the paint, which he obviously was in that last series, right. Middleton's, their, Middleton's their go-to guy. I mean, that's their next best player. Um, not the easiest guy to replace, you know, just like that, unless you really sign someone. And not many guys are trying to sign in Milwaukee. Not so, at all. That's tough. I saw, you know, if I'm looking at this correctly, Middleton has a player option. Probably going to decline that because he had a really good year. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Brogdon's restricted. Um, I think he was hurt most this year, so I don't know if he's going to get uh, offered that max from anyone. I if think he, he doesn't, that. No, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, if he doesn't, that would really help them 
uh, keep all three. Um, and then, I mean, Brooke Lopez, he signed for like two point something mil last year. He's obviously going to get an upgrade in contract there. So it's not, not going to be the easiest to keep all three. I hope they do because um, you really got to keep your own guys when you're in a place like Milwaukee. So I hope they do. I want them to still be great again next year. Um, but, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I think, uh, yeah, it's, I think Brogdon, is, Brogdon is, is a very important piece because uh, him getting hurt, I think it, it, uh, it hurt them a little bit, um, you know, throughout, throughout the postseason. I think they were so used to having all of, them, all of those guys together. Uh, he was a 50-40-90 guy throughout the season. He's, he's, he developed into a really nice uh, three-point shooter as well. He first got into the league. Uh, you, know, he, you know, that really wasn't necessarily his game. So, uh, you know, now he's developed into a really nice two-way, two-way guard, two-way wing player. Uh, two-way guard. So I think, I think Middleton and Brogdon, well, you got to keep those guys, but there are going to be some teams since he's restricted. There's going to be some teams out there that, that might, that might overpay. And uh, it will, will Milwaukee all, you know, match, match the offer sheet. Will, will, will they do that? That's, that's the question. So uh, I think, again, I think Middleton, like you said, I think Middleton is the first priority. I think you lock him up regardless. And then you know between Brock, if they're not if they're not able to keep all three between Brogdon and Lopez, uh, for me I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go with I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I would go with uh, Brogdon. I would keep Brogdon over it's, Lopez. It's really close between those two guys. It's it's really close because I love how Lopez can stretch the floor, right. um, but at the same time he gets like three rebounds a game, so that's not great for the your center. Why- Right, and I, I don't, and I, and that's, and that was that that was my knock on him before he went to the Bucks. But the reason why it's not as big of a knock um, when he's in Milwaukee is because Giannis does a lot of the rebounding, right? Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's in the paint and Lopez right. isn't. Yeah, right. So he kind of compensates for 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 Lopez not being a great rebounder. So that's why I was just like, like, uh, yeah. So I mean, and he he stretches the floor well. I think um, I think they could, they could keep all three. Hopefully, they do. I think. They had, again, they had a special season. They had a special season. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think any. I don't think these three guys. I think they need a. They need a point. They need a point guard that can shoot. Um, you know, they they resigned. They extended Bledsoe, and Bledsoe is not. You know, he's a very athletic guard. He could go to yeah. the paint. But I don't think his his style doesn't uh, complement Giannis. Yeah, you need as many shooters as you can get around as many, Giannis. As many shooters as possible. I think he could possibly get traded. He could possibly get traded. I think um, during this offseason, very possible. I think a team like I'm not sure how the money would look, but a team like uh, the a team like more, um, the Memphis could kind of could move him. Uh, Mike Conley, could, uh, Mike Conley, okay. the Bucks would be a would be a that great, would make it very interesting. That would be perfect for them, and uh, that would be yeah. perfect. But one to be perfect for Conley, he'd get the exposure. He'd probably make an All Star team. He'd be in the Eastern Conference. Uh, he'd finally get that all star. He'd probably get that all star appearance because he he definitely, definitely deserves it. He's he's, yeah. he's not good of a player. Um, and then, you know, you're playing with the MVP, and you're gonna get a lot of open looks. So I just I think that that style, the the way the way they play, I think he he complements them better than better than Bledsoe. Bledsoe is more of a slasher, and he's not he's he just that that's that's Giannis's job for as of as of right now until he's mm-hmm. his shot creation. So. Uh, I like, I like, uh, I, I like. The, I think, I think the Bucks. What they should do, I think they should keep all three of those guys. And I think they should try to trade for a point guard that could shoot, and that could that could space the floor. Because you look at, 
look at when they went up against Toronto. Their their backcourt was 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 the reason why they they struggled. I mean, you could say Giannis, but the other guys really didn't. Middleton, Kawhi's on Middleton. Kawhi and Siakam were on Middleton. So, you know, that's you know that that could be up. That's that's a wash pretty much. Their, their front court in a way is a wash. So you kind of you wanted to look for that for that backcourt. I think if, if Conley was there, I think I think Bledsoe shot like ten percent from the three in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's not that's, for me. That's that's not going to be able to cut not it. Not great. Yeah, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Again, especially when when your best player is a, is a paint player. So um, I think I think Conley's a good piece. Um, trying to think about some some other guards that are that are on some bad teams that should be moved. I'm not sure. I'm not sure right now, but I think yeah, I think Con- I think Conley Conley would be good in a couple of places: Pistons, Pacers. He could be used very nicely anywhere outside of Memphis. Yes, I would, I would love to. I would love to see him back on a winning team. Anywhere on the East. Yeah. Anywhere as too many guards in the Western Conference. Yeah, seriously. There's too many guards in the Western Conference, but he should definitely go go out East. Uh, still get your numbers, probably better numbers. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens there because they're definitely going to trade him because they're going to draft Ja in the draft. So it's just a matter of it's just a matter of, of um, you know the partner, trade partner, right? Uh, so yeah, so we got a couple teams that have uh, two max slots in free agency. Got the Clippers, Knicks, Lakers, and the Nets. Um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, all four of these teams that in, 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 in high detail and much detail. Which team, it's <laughs> great, which team could you see striking out in free agency? Which one of these two max slot teams could you see striking out, not getting anybody, not getting any of the marquee guys in free agency? Yeah, this is, this is one of the tougher questions we have today on this podcast here. I've been looking at it for a while, <laughs> trying, to come up, trying to come up with an answer. It's, I feel like I have to put it between the Knicks and the Lakers just because they are easily the two worst-run organizations in basketball. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't want either of them to strike out. I just oh, – I don't, I don't know which one of those two will end up doing it. It's, it's so tough. I, I think the Clippers – I think Kawhi to the Clippers – Oh, that's see, that's tough too because if Kawhi stays in Toronto, the Clippers are probably going to strike out because that's that's pretty much the only guy I've heard going to the Clippers is Kawhi. K K a little bit in the beginning of the season. There was a little bit of talks, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, more that's Kawhi. right. Yeah, I do remember Kawhi. a little KD talks, but for the most part, it's Kawhi or bust for them. Um, Brooklyn seems to be rolling right now with their confidence of getting a free agent, and I kind of. I, I I think they'll get someone. I don't know if they will get who they're necessarily want, but they are a really good team. And since they are really good, I think they will get someone. Um, the Lakers might um, – uh, I, I might have to go with the Lakers. The, the only way they get someone might be Anthony Davis through a trade. I, they, I might have to go with the Lakers on this question, most likely to strike out. Yeah, this is yeah, this is definitely a tough one. I mean, I think uh I must I mean I just well first for, before before I say before I pick, 
why why do you think the Lakers are are a poorly ran organization? Um, uh, they uh, where to start? I mean, <laughs> the fact that they signed a bunch of players to play with LeBron that couldn't shoot is the most mind boggling thing that's ever like happened in the NBA. I, I just don't understand why they uh, formed that team the way they did. Rob Palenka, I just don't think he's a good GM. I don't think he's qualified to be a GM. Um, Jeannie Buss has not done a good job. She has apparently uh, Linda Rambis in her ear, who, <laughs> not sure why Linda Rambis has anyone's ear, but I mean, it's just it's just a mess. I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense to me what they, what they've done. Magic, I mean, Magic leaving. I think Magic was the best thing about their front office. So the fact that he left and and he's kind of been down talking them since he's left. He hasn't said much good about them. I don't I don't know. I think I think Magic. If if it was up to me, Magic would still be there instead of Rob Polinka. I just don't think he's qualified as a GM. I, I mean, yes, they didn't have they didn't have the shooters around LeBron like like the Cavs. Well, I mean, you can't even say you can't even really say the Cavs the past two seasons. They were I mean, they didn't have the best shooter. I mean, they had Cover and yeah. you know, JR was always if, if the Cavs if the Cavs had anything they had a couple good shooters for for LeBron they, they they didn't have a lot of other things but they they definitely had a couple you know you said Corver one of the greatest shooters of all time I feel like the the that Laker team yes they didn't have those guys but I think they were still what before before LeBron got hurt they were what fourth in the west yeah they're like fourth or fifth yeah so and you know, every and then you know earlier we said with the same roster they'd be in the Western Conference Finals. You're right. So I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't. I think it was just a different type of team. It was a different type of team. You had they got you know young some young dogs and 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 Zoe, Bi, and Kuzma. Something that Lebr- LeBron really hasn't played with a with a young core like that before. Um, Kyrie was young, but it wasn't. But it's not 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 as a collective like that. So not two and three, not two or three year guys. And then, you know, I mean, again, like I said, yeah, the roster wasn't, you know, LeBron and a bunch of shooters, but we see LeBron and a bunch of shooters already and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> didn't work. So, I mean, it, it's, it was, it was, different. I, I, I liked, I, originally when they got those guys, I liked it. And I thought because they have, they had yeah. a lot of playmakers now. Yes. I think they should have at least picked up at least two guys. A little uh, more balance. You yes. know, I do like adding, you know, Rondo I thought was a great add. Yes. You know, that's that's the kind of guy I want on my team. Lance Stevenson I could have done without. But, sure. Uh, sure. you know, I thought Rondo was a good add. Um, you know, maybe just a McGee little was, more balance in there. He had a career year. That was – no, that was a – I like that signing too. I love – you got to have a, a nice big like that with, with LeBron, I feel. Um, maybe, yeah, just a little more balance. And, and if – if you're going to try something out like that, where you, you know, it was, it was, it almost feels like it was the kind of year where they didn't think they were going to win the championship, obviously. And they just got a bunch of vets in there. And now maybe going forward, they pick one or two of those guys um, that they signed to one year deals to, to keep on. And, and the other ones that maybe didn't work out, they get rid of, you know, that's what I'm, you know, that's like me wishful thinking here. Right. Um, trying to not shit on them too much, but <laughs> I, mean, I can't, 
when I when I look at the Lakers, and I'm a, I'll, I'm a, I'm gonna make my pick right after this point. I'll say they're not as dysfunctional as the media portrays it. Yes, Magic stepped down. Magic felt like he didn't, you know, he couldn't do make all the moves that that he was supposed to. He felt like he didn't have as much power as he thought. Obviously, um, so and you know, Genie, the the, the the Rambus thing. I mean, I, I like that's I mean, that's her friend. Even, I, I mean, it's like that's that's, that's even, like that's I like us. Even, right, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't even mention that they hired a coach that no one saw coming. I mean, was that a good hire? I mean, I guess we'll see, but. I think I mean, it was. J- I don't know. I thought Jason Kidd would have been better. I guess he is. He might be on the staff, but that's that almost feels like a. You know, Vogel, I, I heard Vogel. Something. Vogel made uh, Roy Hibbert an all star. He they, that he was he was good in. And they were good in, in the Pacers, and um, they, and they could they went to the finals there and run into the to LeBron. Yeah, that's that's true. That's I guess it's a wait and see thing, but it was almost like they they were hiring someone to avoid getting someone LeBron wanted. It's almost like they're trying to like stick it to him where like we run this, not you LeBron, you know? And it's, I don't know if that's how it should be run. Just picking a guy just because LeBron wanted someone else. You know, they obviously, um, who was, who was the number one guy that was it? Monty Williams, their number one guy that. Monty Williams and and Ty Lue. Yeah. Those were the top. I thought I, I, I wanted Monty Williams for them, you know, personally. I thought yeah, I think he's a really good coach. Yes. Um, I didn't really want to see the Ty Lue experiment go again. Saw that already. Um, he was kind of LeBron's bitch a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I thought I thought Jason Kidd over in, instead of being on the staff, I, I would have liked Kidd just to be the coach. Honestly, I think I think they did the they did the right move by having him be the assistant because I think. For Vogel, I think I still think Vogel's a better head coach. Again, like like I just talked about, I mean he's, he has more success. Yes, yes, uh, kid helped develop uh, Giannis. Definitely gave him the keys early to give him the confidence to to be where he's at right now. No question, definitely, definitely got to give him Middleton as well. Definitely got to give him credit for that. Um, when he was in Milwaukee, you know people don't people don't try to give him credit, but he he definitely yeah. he definitely did a great job. Similar to Mark Jackson, letting the splash. That's brother. literally yep. Was thinking the same thing. Right. So. Um, but I think I think I think what I honestly think is going to happen is after three years, kid will probably be the head coach. Um, after you know, after years of you know being the assistant coach and kind of you know getting back to the job drawing board, I think he'll he'll eventually be the head coach or, or not. I think again, I, I like the Vogel pick. Uh, I like. I I didn't look at it from a we're not going to get LeBron's guy. I mean, it was really it was really no other nobody else. I mean, the only person that that was considered necessarily LeBron's guy was was Ty Lue. And like I said, I really I wasn't at first I was at first I was like, "Yeah, it might as well." I mean, they won a championship together. Um so. I think I think LeBron would have um preferred Kid over Vogel. I think I think, I think he respects I think he really respects Jason Kidd. Um, I think he, he he has to have respect for Vogel because it's not like it's not like they got it's not like the Pacers. Yeah, he's not a nobody. Yeah, yeah not it's a not nobody. Like, it's not like they clapped the Pacers in those Eastern Conference Finals. I, I feel That's like he, I feel like he has definitely. And again, Paul George was what 23, 24? Yeah, he, so, was, he was young. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think Vogel's a good. Now the Orlando, yeah, I mean, but Orlando, when, I mean, when, since Dwight, what 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 has it been? So. <laughs> Other than outside of this year, what has it been? So it's just like yeah, you're only just, you're only as good as your players most of right, the time, right? So it's tough to really put that all on on Vogel for his days in Orlando. Um, I think you know he's in a phenomenal spot. I mean, he's coaching the best players ever coached. 
So for sure. <laughs> so it should, should make his job pretty easy. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. He's and the thing is the reason why I like the combo is because him being the head coach, because he's he's defense first and the Lakers were terrible on defense and terrible with turnovers last year. So um, you know, having him be the head coach, I think that and I think that's better. I think I think the players will, will have more of a defensive identity if the head coach has has more has that uh, personality, and then you have kid there to do the offense and, and and develop the young guys and get like help help develop the young. And they have Lionel Hollis as well, another another. I think I'm pretty sure he won Coach of the Year in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. So they have a nice coaching staff right now. I think. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I feel like I could say you kind of slayed me a little bit here. I, it's going to be see, but a little bit, a little. Yeah, bit. I just I just I just don't. I just don't buy too much into into the news, man. You you already you know how it goes, yeah. with, you know. And again, yep. it's LeBron plus LA. That's like sports media heaven, bro. So uh, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a whole bunch of stories and narratives that's gonna be created. I mean, that's like that. That's what what it like LeBron and LA together as a collective. That's that's a dream for these you know these sports platforms. So it's just I I kind of just look at things on on the surface and I but I think. I, I could see, I could see the Knicks potentially striking out. Um, you know, for, I, I, for me, for K, I just have to see it. I guess I have to see him hold up the jersey at the press conference, the thirty-five. Have to see it to believe it, man. It's just, it's yep, just, for sure. Yeah, I, that's why. That's why I feel like they, they might be, they might be yeah. the ones to strike out. But if I look at all, I look at all four of these teams. Even if they do, I think they're still in great positions to. To be to be successful teams, maybe not now, but definitely down the road. Clippers have some young guys, Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander, Shamit, uh, Montrez Harrod. They got a couple dogs. They can resign. Uh, they can resign um, Pat Bev and and, and Montrez Harrell Run it right back. And Doc Rivers is a great coach. Gallinari can bring those guys back, maybe on lesser year deals. Uh, look at Brooklyn again. Was in the playoffs. Lakers. Only reason why they didn't go to the playoffs. Brown got hurt. Um, Knicks, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're developing. And I like yeah, that. Oh, for sure. I like they're the in a better spot than they've been in. Definitely. I like the direction they're headed, especially from a front office uh, position. I like, I like Mills, Perry, and, and uh, Fizdale, the head coach. Obviously, Fizdale was there during those Miami days. So he's a great head coach to, for, for, that, for, for that franchise to have some type that was of – first, The first great hire they've had in a while was, was Fizz. Long time, since, since Mike Woodson. So um, – I, th- I think, I mean, if, if all those guys, if, if, um, if all those guys, if all those teams strike out, I think they'll still be in good spots. But I just think, I'll say the Knicks more than anybody just because, again, I just have to see, I got to see, I got to see one of these, I got to see a couple of these, uh, these guys. So like, I have to see it. Yeah. I can't see the it. Knicks, the Knicks seem to always be in on the big guys. I mean, it just, it doesn't matter if they have the money or not anymore. You know, we got to finally get someone. Right, exactly. But see, this time it's it's like oh, we want to get someone, but it's not the be all end all. And that's mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like that's what it's that's what it used to be for the Knicks. Like they were, yeah, they, they weren't good, and they were just hoping and praying like they get a guy to come save the franchise. I think that's not necessarily the case now. I mean, they got the number three pick. I, I don't see why they don't draft. If they don't draft RJ, wow, uh, better be better be RJ. Right. So um, so you got RJ Knox. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, what? he could be, he could be a beast potentially. I know. I heard one rumor where they're looking 
possibly to trade the third pick for eight and 10 from Atlanta, which would be the dumbest thing ever, but no. hopefully they don't do that. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, be, I mean, I saw reports that Cam might drop to eight, but I just, just go with Barrett. Just go with Barrett. Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Just go for with sure. Barrett, man. Um, so yeah, like I'm saying, like they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're developing a young core and that's the, that's the first time we've said that about the Knicks in a while. That they have yeah. a young that they have a young core they could build around, especially in a big market. So even once if those guys develop and become really good, they'll be able to keep all those guys because they have the money. So I think, um, all, I mean, all these teams are in big markets, so they all have the money and they all have. You know, I think they're all in great situations. I just, for me, like I said, I, until I see you know one of these guys at the press conference, <laughs> I'm gonna say the Knicks will, will, will strike out. Um, but it's tough. It's tough. I mean, honestly, three out of maybe three out of forty teams could strike out. Truthfully, looking at it, yeah, Clippers could strike out. Nets could strike out. Nets could just keep could just keep Russell. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> uh, Knicks could get yeah, Knicks could get nobody. They could just continue to stay young. And I got the Lakers. The Lake out of all the teams, Lakers are in the best situation than all of them because they have LeBron. So right, <laughs> they. Yeah, if they if they strike out, I mean they they're still a playoff team at healthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Western you know, Conference, for sure. I mean, Western Conference Finals, Finals. Like I said, uh, again, we saw Le- like like we talk about Facebook. We saw LeBron against against the Splash Brothers and Draymond. We saw just just that just that versus not but KD. We saw it. Yeah. So one and one. So you know, it's it's definitely it's it's not a foregone cons- foregone conclusion that. Um, once KD leaves, you know, they're automatically going to the chip. So I think uh, it, the West would be wide open, especially in the top five area. So we'll see what happens there. Another New York guy, Kemba, uh, Bronx, Bronx Harlem. He said uh, his first priority is, is, is Charlotte. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little shocker to me. Um, but, you know, Same. obviously, obviously, you know, he's – They've, they've, you know, Jordan, you know, Jordan and, and the organization. They've been very patient with him. You know, they gave him the keys to the franchise. He's the guy. They love him there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's tough. To, pretty sure it's tough to leave. He's that type of guy where I don't think he's, I don't think he's the type of player that like has to go to a big that wants to go to a big market and things like that. I think he's he's cool with you know playing in Charlotte. Probably, of course, he wants help. Of course, everybody wants better players around them. Um, if you look at their roster, they got to get rid of that platoon contract. Um, and well, I mean, they got they got Lamb. They'll see if they resign Lamb. I, in my opinion, I think they should. They they haven't drafted well over the I want to say the past six years. These these most recent draft picks have been good. I like Monk and I like Miles Bridges. I think those guys, with, if they given the opportunity, given more minutes and opportunity, I think they could be really good with Kemba. But. They're, they're bigs. They need a big. They need a big. They they flopped on Kaminsky. They flopped on Zeller. So I think uh, if they could get a big, I think they could be right there again. Eastern. I mean, from from six down, any any one of those, you know, Magic, Heat, Hornets, Wizards, Wizards. I mean, listen, man, John Wall got hurt. So I mean, yeah, they weren't playing great when he was there, but we don't know what would have happened. So um, you know, they you 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 could they could make the playoffs if they just get one one more guy. So maybe that's how Kimba's looking at it. If we just get one more guy, I feel like, you know, I'm good enough to, to get this team back in the playoffs and, and, and compete. What are your thoughts? Do you think he should stay? 
and and um and take the super max is, i mean that's 225 mil you think he walks away from that I don't uh, it's t- i mean that's i mean when you say it out loud 220 something million i mean how could you walk away from that I, I don't i mean i guess it depends i mean if he wants to win charlotte is not the place to be i mean you're not really going to get free agents there which it's kind of you know you would think you know playing for jordan's team would be um attractive for some players right um it, it seems not to be i guess but uh i mean i would love kemba on the knicks i kind of would prefer him over Kyrie. Kemba's not injury prone. Um, he's kind of just as good. He just hasn't played on a good team. I mean, yes. Kyrie was Kyrie was trash before LeBron got there, you know. That the only reason Kyrie is looked at as <laughs> he was I mean, young, you know, bro. I'm just Yeah, I know, I don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, he wasn't looked at as a top point guard until he started getting in the playoffs and you know, hitting big shots on big stages. I mean, Absolutely. if Kemba was on the big stage, he'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, they should, so, have, pulled, they should have pulled that plug. Remember remember the Kemba trade? Remember there was Kemba to the Cavs? It was it was buzzing for a little bit. I think I think it was last year. Last year or might have been might have been the, the year before or something like that. People were saying Kemba should go to the Cavs. They should have pulled the plug on that. I think LeBron would have stayed. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Ab- absolutely he would have stayed. For sure. But now, yeah, go ahead. Continue your point, bro. So, I mean, I think they'll offer him the max – they they absolutely should offer him the supermax because they are I mean theoretically they are one star away I mean if you get a bona fide star next to Kemba they will be they'll be a force I mean you know they'll they'll make the playoffs and they'll they'll make some noise but I I don't know if they they would have to either trade for it or or somehow draft one and I don't know if if Kemba has the time to have a rookie develop into a, a second star next to him. I don't know. If he, if he wants to win, I think he kind of has to get out of there. I, I agree with you. He's not that kind of guy that's looking to bounce around. But if that's what, if he wants to win, I, I really think they might have to, he might have to go somewhere else. What do you, what do you think? Some, what do you think are some good teams? I'm hearing Pacers, Jazz, Mavericks. Um, I mean, the Pacers would be all right. I mean, I don't know how much I like, you know, that's, we get back to the double guard right. uh, combo, you know, um, I mean, but, but, but I, I great, would love him on the great name. defensive team though. They, they, they're a very the, good team. That's a very surprising. Right. That's you the know, difference they, they between definitely... the trailblazers and the rockets outside yeah. of the backcourt. Like the, the Pacers yeah. play good defense, but yeah, my, my fault. Yeah. My fault. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I could be biased, but I think say the Knicks land Katie, I think Kemba would be an awesome uh, co-star there. Um, what what other teams did you say? Uh, they said uh, Utah, Dallas. I like Dallas. I, I, Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, nice. Dallas. Yeah, that would that would that would be a, a, a huge big three there. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree with your Dallas. Uh, or there. or even even Kemba and Donovan Mitchell. Go bear yeah. in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be a good tandem, and and Utah, another great defensive team. Yes, with uh, with Rudy down in the middle, that that would be a good trio as well. Yes, because they kind of they just need they need some more scoring. You know, they they rely on on Mitchell too much sometimes. Way too much, all the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and and, and, um, and they're and they're saying that they don't want to keep Rubio, so they're looking for a guard. Okay, well, I mean, Kemba's on another level. 
than Rubio. Oh no, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. No, because that, so that, that would be a big, big time upgrade. Yeah, for sure. I think I think we look at. I mean, we look at that. Yeah, I think he's in a great spot. He's in a great spot. I mean, he could take the supermax, or he could go to one of these really good teams and and yeah, win. Yeah, he's either going to be really rich or really rich and on a good team. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to K man. Shout out to K Walk. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think uh, anywhere he goes, I think he'll 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 be in a great spot. He's obviously still going to get his numbers, so um, definitely, definitely, definitely hoping that he 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 gets the best opportunity. I like all those. I like all those places, man. I like all the places that you said. I think all of those are, all of those are good spots for him. Uh, Al Holford, uh, he could potentially opt out of his uh, his deal. And, and look for a long-term deal. Really, you know, to me, he's one of the most underrated players in the past 15 years in, in the NBA. Uh, what he, you know, how you know how he pretty much carried the Hawks, put the Hawks on his back. You know, they were in the playoffs every year. Mike Woodson, yeah, they had some good players, but he was the best player in that team. Um, and and now he's doing this on the Celtics and winning. You know, if you know, if not the if not the conference finals, close. Always, always in contention to be a championship and to compete for a championship. What do you think? What do you think Al should do if he were to opt out and, and try to get a long-term deal? Um, and if the Celtics aren't aren't trying to to do that, what, what do you think are some some best uh, top destinations for him? Because before he signed and before he went to the Celtics, I thought I thought the Rockets would have been a great fit. That would be a good fit for him. That would open up trading Capella if they really yes. wanted to. Right. Um, but right now, trading Capella is insane. But anyway, back to Horford. Um, I, I mean, we were just speaking about the, the Dallas Mavericks. I think he would be a great leader on that team to lead those young guys. You know, KP's a little older than uh, uh, Luca, but, but he still needs someone to uh, – they, they, they need a veteran on that team if they want to um, – you know, be like a playoff team this yes. year. I, question. I think you well there. Yeah, I like I like I like Dallas. I like um Josh, I mean he's 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 a good player, man. Yeah. Uh and Charlotte. <laughs> if they keep Kemba, I think that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty good. Again, they they don't have yeah. they don't have a they they've they Jordan has flopped on bigs. On bigs, man. Zeller. That'd be, and yeah, that'd be a good get. Yep, yeah. That'd be a good. That'd be a good team for him. And Horford's the kind of guy that could end up in Charlotte. You know, that's actually kind of a realistic place for him. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I like that spot for him. Uh, but I just think ultimately, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens because, you know, if the Celtics are really, really, if they really want AD, I feel like, I doubt they'll be able to keep both of those guys. Um, I'm pretty sure. That, I'm pretty sure the Pelicans will ask for for Horford in that deal, because you're losing a, you're losing a front court guy, you're losing your guy in the middle that could defend and stuff like that. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I like Charlotte. If he goes to the Pelicans, yeah, he's going to a younger team. But I mean, I don't. I mean, obviously they won't have success. So I'm not sure. He might. He might. He'll probably try to uh, ask for a buyout. Probably go to a contender. If that if that were the case, I could definitely see something like that happening. So, let's see, Lakers. Lakers would be that that situation presents itself. Say, say they, you know, say they trade Horford to the 
to the Pelicans and Horford doesn't want to be on the Pelicans. He wants to play for contender. And, you know, he asks for his contract to be bought out. See the Lakers picking, picking Horford up on a one-year deal, one, two-year deal, just like how they, how they did with McGee and Tyson Chandler. I think that'd be a great fit for them. Uh, definitely, you got a guy in the middle that, that can defend. So, you know, LeBron doesn't necessarily have to do, you know, play, play a five, play that, you know, small center all the time. It's too much. That's too much to ask for him right now at this point in his career. So I think, uh, you know, I could see, I could see him, I could see him in LA. I could see him Charlotte, but uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens with Al. Uh, what about another big man, uh, Nikola uh, Vucevic? Had a, had a career year in Orlando this year. They went to the playoffs. A lot of people didn't expect him to go to the playoffs. Uh, played really well. He's a really good shooter. He's always been good. He's always been a really good player. Always been a double-double guy, 17-plus, 10-board-plus. But I really didn't get the recognition. Now he is pairing the Kings. Mavericks are, are, some, are some destinations for him. Do, what do you think he should do? Should he stay in Orlando and run it back? And you know, stay with the young guys, or should I mean? I think either either team, either either one of those teams are are, are fairly young. But uh, what do you think he should do? Yeah, I mean, and we were just talking about the Lakers. If the Lakers really wanted to spend money on a big, he he would fit there as well. Um, I just, I, you know, I was just looking at the the Magic's roster. I just don't know how far they can go with those guys that are on that team. You know, Aaron Gordon. I mean, I, I feel like he's kind of stopped developing. As far as I feel, um, I, I really like him, but I don't. I don't know who else they really got in Orlando. I like, that I feel like he got better. Yeah, I mean, he used to be a little better shoot, maybe a better shooter. At Arizona, um, at Arizona, he had no shot. Yeah, no, yeah, he was just dunked for sure. That's that was all. Now he's you know in and out crossover pull up. I was like, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Yeah, he's 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 developing to something. But I think, no, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at his stats. He he went down from 17.6 points to 16 flat. Um, maybe he took less shots. I don't know, but um, he he's still young. I mean, he's 23. So I, I like I've I've always liked him as a player. Um, just with there there are pieces away. I I think if I think he might have he might have to he might have to go west. I mean, the Kings would be a good fit. Um, they're super. They're 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 probably younger than the Magic, but better. You know, they right. got Deion Fox is awesome. Um, Bagley is another awesome guy. I don't know if they, maybe I don't know if they have room for another big in Sacramento. They have Collie Stein, Bagley. Collie Stein be a free agent. Okay, so then maybe maybe they can then. Um, that that would be a good fit. I like I like that fit. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like him on the Kings, Mavericks too. Same thing for the same reason you talked about um, Horford being a good fit. Uh, yeah. But younger, and I think, uh, like, yeah, Lakers is a good spot too. Lakers is a good spot too. Now, you know, the media will tell you like it, it's it's a bad move because nobody knows who he is and things like that. And the media, the sports media, they'll try to downplay it. But him as a player is really good. I think compliments LeBron well. He can shoot outside. He can shoot very well. He can play in the post. Uh, you know, he's you know he's a European big, so he understands you know passing. He's not just like one dimensional. Yeah. I think he's yeah. extremely underrated. Extremely underrated. So uh, we'll see what happens. I think if he, I think the Kings, the Kings, the Kings is a, you know, selfishly, I think the Kings would be be a great spot. I think that puts them. I think he's he would probably be the missing piece for them to get in the playoffs. Uh, just just how they play, I think uh, the Magic. He could stay, stay in Orlando too, and he continue to stay in the East because again, like like we like we said throughout the episode, you know, the, the East is is not. 
from 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 six down, it's not that good. It's not that good. So I mean, well, I don't want to say it's not that good, but it's it's you could you could make the playoffs if you're yep. one of those teams from yes, six. Yes, it's down. wide open down there. Yeah, it's wide open. So, uh, so it's very it's very possible he, he could stay there, and for them to make the playoffs with with the, with the team being really young, they're one of the youngest teams in the NBA as well. I uh, like Gordon, like you said. I like Isaac as well. I want him to, you know, become a better player and develop. He's still, I think he's only 20, 21. Just it's scary. I think uh, they down the road, well, I like Steve Clifford as a head coach. It could, it could be really good. They could be really good. And if they're not able to keep Vucevic, I, I'm a fan of Obama. Um, you know, Harlem, Harlem guy. So, you know, if they put, if he has to, add, you know, he just has to add strength. He has to add some muscle and get stronger. He's too, he's too lean right now, too slender. To, to be like a, a consistent big in the A, but uh, he, you know, he could, he could he could be something special. He's still raw. But he could be something special for them if they weren't able to keep Vucevic. But uh, I think that I, the best fit, obviously, is the Lakers because if you want to win now and and just they need a big, you know, he's not he's not really getting in the way of anybody else in terms of scoring or that. Name. But if he wants to get his and not, you know, because he he would be what the you know, fourth option on the Lakers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'd be what Braun, Ingram, Kuzma, and you know, I mean, I mean, Zoe. Yeah, he might he might sneak up there at three at times. Three or four on the court, you know. Right. Yeah, I think um, I'll say I'll say Kings and Mavericks. If not Orlando, I'll say Kings and Mavericks are are the best are the best spots. And I, I, I like the Kings a lot. I like the Kings a lot. I think he's I think he's that missing big, that versatile big that could uh that could help them with their pace, shoot threes, and, and I think they would be nasty. They would be nasty if they were to get him. Um, uh, it's a rumor going out, you know, about, about OKC potentially making a uh, a trade for Bradley Bill. Uh, the deal it was reported to be, so it's just a rumor, reported to be um, Steven Adams, uh, Jeremy Grant, Terrence Ferguson, and the, the 21st pick in this year's draft for Bill. If you're Washington, uh, do, do you take that deal? I mean, that – don't get me wrong. This is a pretty solid deal. I mean, Adams is great. Grant's another great player, really developing. Ferguson's young, and you get a pick. I think it might be smarter to try and get more picks instead of players um, just so you can kind of control – your own destiny there with who you want to draft. I don't know how much better. I mean, they obviously get worse because they're losing Bradley Beal. Right. But, um, I mean, none of those guys are shooters. So you don't get any shooting back in that deal where you lose your best shooter and one of the best shooters in the league. If I'm Oklahoma City, I take that deal. Oh, no question. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know if Washington – I mean, that's that's pretty much just John Wall and a bunch of players. So unless you plan on signing someone that's really good, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, when I saw this, I was just like, why would they Why would they do this? Why would they make this yeah. trade? Doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you're OKC, I'm taking that. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm taking I'm – I'm looking at the phone like, y'all want who? <laughs> oh, yeah. cool, 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 cool. All right, I'll give, I'll get Bill, I'll get, I'll get Bill Westbrook, Bill, and Paul George. 
I'll, and I'll sign McGee on a one year. Yeah. Does the same thing Adams does. Yeah, and, and Adams <laughs> is the biggest loss in that deal for sure. Yeah, like for sure, because he's he is, a, he is an awesome player. But to get Beal, I mean, it's one of the best shooters in the league. Yo, that would – man, if they don't get past the first round. <laughs> yo, if they don't get past the first round with that team, if they had that team and they didn't get past the first round, yeah. I mean, at that point – Legacy just, tarnish for Westbrook, man. Oh, for all, yeah. For, for, for Westbrook and Paul George. Bill, he could get a pass, right? Because first year there, trying to develop with the team. But Yeah. No. For Westbrook, for Westbrook and, and Paul George, no. Three years in a row, you get knocked out in that first round. No. No, not that, would that be, team. That would be crazy. But, I, yeah, I just – I don't see I don't see it out there. I mean, obviously, I think the Lakers will have, can send a better package. They have better players and better players in that deal. They have some forwards to kind of compensate for the Wizards losing Oubre and, and um, Otto Porter Jr. last year in trades. So, I think that's – that's ideal, and then they, and then, and if not, they could take it forward at, with the fourth pick, whether it's DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, or you know even Corvus a shooting guard. I mean, uh, Jerry Corvus a shooting guard, but he's six six, so he could he could kind of play a a wing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just I just don't I just don't see this trade ever like happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> ever yeah, happen. Not, not that one, you know. I don't see it ever happening because you're trading an all star for. I mean, none of these guys. I mean, Adams could be an all star. But he definitely could be. He definitely could be an all-star. And they do need a big. I mean, the Dwight, the Dwight Howard situation was just was weird to me. And, you know, Thomas Bryant is, was solid. But, you know, he's obviously – Adams is better than him. So – and then Ferguson. I like, I like Terrence Ferguson a lot. I feel like Billy Donovan is not a great coach. And when it comes to developing young guys, he doesn't play the, he doesn't play the young guys. From a, guy that, from a guy that came from college, you would think he would be able to develop some young guys. Um, but I think I think the I think the I think the deal was more about since you know you know why I think this deal now now that I see it I think the deal was more because it, it probably it may keep Billy Donovan's job because he coached Bradley Bill in Florida maybe but I, yeah again I just I just don't see what Washington would be and then what would that say to Wall Wall's trying to re- recover and rehab and now you know once he's healthy. He would. I'm pretty sure. No question. If they traded Bill, he would demand a trade. So, so I just, I just don't see. Yeah, it. I, yeah. That's a, yeah. I don't, unless you're trading Wall too, which you can't because no one wants his contract. He's getting like over forty a year soon. And, and so yeah, Washington, Washington. Uh, they might. Yeah, they might have to move him because of that. They might have to move Bill because of that because of Wall's contract. Because they need, they need, they need more pieces. Yeah, they need more pieces. Yeah, I, they got to do something. You know, I like how they're they're being proactive here, finally, and uh, you know, making some sort of moves. I think, I think maybe trading Beal might, you know, as much as it sucks that they have to give up that guy, it might be the best move for them as a team because it doesn't seem to be working between Wall and Beal. Not at all. Not at all, man. And um, you know, yeah. it sucks that they have to. They can't trade Wall because for a while, when Wall was out, they were playing better with Beal. You know, as like the main guy without Wall. Right, because Ball. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because Beal was was uh, he was more of the facilitator type. You know, he was more playing yeah. combo guard a little bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll see what the Wizards do, man. I think they're in a uh, they're in a really strange situation, in a very unfortunate yeah. situation. Uh, but 
yeah, I think uh, I think they'll ultimately be, be be the odd man out just because he's the healthier one. He's the most tradable. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, last topic. Uh, Redick, JJ Redick, you know, signed a one-year, twenty-three million dollar deal with the Sixers to to resign with them uh, this last year. Uh, he's 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 going to be on the market. He's obviously, I mean, teams are going to. I feel like teams are going to go after him. A bunch of teams are going to go after him just because of you know he's one of the greatest shooters in the NBA. Absolutely. So what? Let's just say, of course, I mean, any 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 all of these every all thirty teams could could sign him, right? But. What do you think in terms of contenders? Because I'm pretty sure he wants to go to a contender. He's been in Philadelphia two years, playoffs back to back. So and I, I think he's been and he's been in the playoffs for the past what seven years now. If you count the Clippers and Clippers in, mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, so so yeah. So what which contender do you think uh, do you think that we, do you think, do you think will sign him and you think will be the best fit for for JJ? Because I'm pretty well. Pretty sure let, me, ask let me ask. Or, let, yeah. yeah, let me ask. I was just going to ask. What, what kind of? What does this long-term deal look like? What does a JJ Redick long-term deal look like? Man, I mean, he's a he's a. Uh, I mean, he got twenty-three mil. Like on a one-year deal, granted, but wow, man, nah, good for him, man. Nah, yeah, yeah, he bought. Yeah, that was. When I, he, I, mean, I, he honestly, I saw he it last year, I was like, "Yo, get, get yeah, your, get your bread, bro. Get your yeah. bread." Get your breath, but that, but you see now the, the twenty three now. So you remember how that used to be the max annual salary? Right. For stars? Yeah, now that's like 40. half the max now. Right yeah. now, so it's like <laughs> it's not as bad anymore, right? It's not yeah. that bad. Like now, forty is the is forty annual is is the is the max. It used to be twenty, but now it's forty. So, um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's going to be in that ballpark. It's going to be in that twenty three to twenty. It's going to be in that twenty two to twenty five ballpark. Remember, I don't. Yeah. Otto Porter got what four years, one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He got yeah, and he's not that great. Not even close to the player that that, that Redick is at, at this. Yeah. Point. So, so. So yeah. I mean, as far as contending teams, I think, I mean, I I think maybe just stay with Philly. I think that's a great fit for him. They need as much shooting as they can get. So he he perfect fit for him in in Philly. Um, but let's. Let's say he doesn't stay there. Maybe the Spurs. I think they could maybe use a big-time shooter like that. Um, maybe the Lakers as well. Maybe he just heads out west to one of those teams. Um, um, I would say maybe I'll give one more team. I don't know how the money works out, obviously, but he'd probably be a great fit in Milwaukee as well. Um, but I'll, I'll leave it to you from from there. Yes, I like the Lakers. He was uh, there was reports last year that he was going to go to the Lakers. He ended up just staying in Philly. He was a uh, he, he felt like they they uh, after after how that season ended last year, he wanted to stay there and continue something special. Lakers Lakers were trying to get him last year, so I think they'll be right there in in that uh, in that sweepstakes to try to pick him up. They need shooting badly, like we just alluded to. Uh, Spurs would be a great spot. They need shooting as well. The Rose is not the best three point shooter. And even even when Murray and White come back, they're not you know they're not marksmen from beyond the three point line, and and the Spurs have always had at least one or two guys you know Bellinelli, uh, they've always had a couple guys that could shoot threes. I think that'd be a good fit for him. You know how far will they go? I don't know. He may be looking at that. He may be looking at that too. Like yeah, it's probably a good fit, but how how far can this team go? 
Um, so I think Lakers, of course, he, I mean, he probably had more open shots ever in his career. <laughs> Playing with LeBron and Lonzo Ball. Um, but, no, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think Lakers, Lakers is a good fit. I just don't see Philadelphia keeping them because, again, they'd have, they have to keep Tobias and Butler. I don't think they have all the money to keep all three of those guys. So uh, I just, yeah, I see him being the odd man out of that, in that situation. Yeah, Brooklyn be a good spot. Um, would you say Brooklyn? Yeah, the Nets. Are, that would, yeah, that would be a good spot. Pacers be a good spot. They need some shooting. And yeah, because uh, if, if Bogdanovich doesn't stay, they would definitely yeah. need somebody to compete. Yeah, and that would be, I mean, that would be a perfect replacement in there for him. Right. So, um, from the shooting standpoint, right. So, um, yeah, I think, I think th- those, those, those are some good spots for him to, to go where, you know, he's, you know, he's, you know, still, can, still in contention. He can still be a key piece to a really good team. So, I think uh, we'll see what uh, – Jazz as well. I like the Jazz too. I like the Jazz as well. They need shooting too. So, um, Although, and let, I was, this Reddick's gonna be the last one. But what about Rondo? You think? Do you think the Lakers resign Rondo? They, uh, um, I say yes. I think they should. I yeah. think they should. Yeah, I think that. Was, I think he. Uh, he's he's the kind of guy I want on my team, honestly. So. Yeah, I, I want. Oh, yeah, they should resign Rondo. One because to continue to to be in the air of, of ball, of Zoe, and and also Zoe's durability has been a question as well. So you want to make sure you have a, have a backup point guard out there that could, you know, that's extremely capable to, you know, be the ball, you know, be the primary ball handler on the team and, and be the floor general. So I think, yeah, you, you, you re-sign him and run it back. I think that, I mean, you got, you got LeBron, Kidd, Zoe, and Rondo. It might, you know what I mean? That, you know, from, from an IQ standpoint, that's, that's, that's high. That's high IQ, all four of those yeah. guys. So you, yep. got, you got four of those guys on the sideline talking, talking hoops. That's, 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 that's beautiful. So uh, I think, I think, I think, I don't see, I just, I liked him in, I liked him in LA, man. I liked him in LA a lot. I mean, he's, he's been good everywhere. He's been good everywhere he's been. With the exception of uh, Dallas, he's, he's been good. He's been good. So yeah. he's, 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 he's a great player, man. And I think uh, if he stays with the Lakers, I think, uh, I think that's, that's the best opportunity for best opportunity for him. Uh, so, so yeah, man, that that uh, that wraps up this episode um, of the uh, NBA Finals preview recap. Real fast though, do you have a prediction for Game Five tomorrow? For Game Five, um, are, are we assuming KD's playing? Because that would probably change my prediction. Um, well, let's just say if, let's just say if he doesn't. Okay, if he doesn't. Um, on the road, I on the road the Warriors might might go out. I mean, wow. I, I hate to I hate to to do it to them. You know, <laughs> I, I respect them as a dynasty so far, but uh, I, I think I think Toronto really has done a good job at stepping on their throats so far this series. You know, taking both games on the road now back at home. That crowd is going to be on another level. Um, Drake courtside, of course. Uh, I think I think that atmosphere will 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 them over it. I just it just doesn't look like the Warriors have enough offense right now to uh, to outscore them. And if KD if KD does play, if KD plays and is 
healthy enough where he's not, you know, you know, um, you know just a, a half of himself out there. I think they'll they, they win tomorrow, um, and and make and possibly make this series more interesting. You know, I'll, I'll say this: if if the Warriors win tomorrow, I think it goes seven at that point, and then who knows what happens in, in seven. But I, I think the the Raptors either win it tomorrow or it's going all the way to seven, which would be fun for all of us. Yes, it would be fun. I don't want to. I don't like quick finals, man. I don't like. No, oh, me neither, man. Yeah, for man, sure. Like the last, the last, you know, NBA basketball we're gonna see until I mean yeah. regular season, you know, basketball. Uh, that's not. I don't like sweeps and gentlemen sweeps being the last series um, of the season. So um, I, I'm, I'm picking the Warriors for that <laughs> for that reason exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For that reason, exactly. I think, man. I mean, listen, man. They've been, they've been, they've been to the finals you know, five years in a row. I mean, if you got some, if you got some grit, got some championship DNA, if you got some heart, you don't lay down. It doesn't matter where it's at. Toronto, Oakland, doesn't matter. I mean, you know, they're again, their core guys are champions. They've been down three one before. Granted, in the Western Conference Finals, but they've been down three one before. So yes, different teams, but again, the core is the same. And at the end of the day, regardless of who's around the core, that's who they were. That's who. That's who the the, the role players rely on anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, I'm I'm going with the Warriors either way. If KD's there, I'm going with the Dubs. And if he's not, I think I think it's a close. It's a close game. I think, like you said, that the man Scotia Bank Arena is going to be rocking. Drake's going to be there, you know, for sure, trolling as usual. And uh, I think uh, I think. It would I think they'll it'll be it'll be early. It'll be early. I think the Raptors will probably, you know, start off early and you probably have we'll probably have the idea like, man, it might be over, but I think the Warriors are I think the Warriors will bounce back and get the W. If they could force a game six, I definitely agree. Back in Oakland. But you can't even I mean it's tough. It's tough because they lost two in Oakland. So um man. Man, I, I but I think I think they win I think they win. I think they win tomorrow though. I just I just I just man, I just don't want to see it's just, it would look bad, bro. It would just look bad. For it, sure. It would look bad. All right, so that wraps up this episode. Uh, Teddy, thank you. Thank, thanks for coming on, bro. No problem, man, anytime. Uh, Lou, uh, no, you're out. You know, you're, I think you're um, on, your, on your way to New York. I'm on a flight right now. Thank you for coming on as well. And uh, this, this concludes this episode of the podcast, man. Um, thank you, guys. Look out for me on, um, on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram at, at Guard Up Pod. You know, drop for content daily. Look out for Teddy as well on, on my page as well. Doing a lot of work. Definitely going to doing a lot of things with the summer off season coming. It's not even an off season. It's with with the amount of storylines and things going on in the NBA, summer league, draft, or free agency. So, uh, you know, it's it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. So, you know, look out for both of us and. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'll catch you guys, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace out.